you're back. So, <laughs> I uh, I was thinking back the other day. You know, we were talking to uh, the other day, a couple couple weeks back. We we're talking to John yep. and uh, the the fuck you money. Oh yeah, yeah. So he inspired me. Yep. I went ahead and I got season tickets to back for the season. Nice. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say that you got some fuck me money oh, to no. to go see no. Hamilton. Spend no. six hundred oh, no fucking way. miles. Well, so that that's show. the thing, right? So it's like six hundred. <laughs> what did we say was six hundred dollars a ticket around there. Right. Yeah. So for what it would cost me to go see Hamilton, I'm yep. seeing seven shows. Oh at my P-Pack. god, what's coming up? Anything good? Um, they've got this. This season's great. They got Wicked coming back. Oh, nice. Lion King, oh. uh, King and I, Matilda. Oh, Matilda's. Yeah. Um, nice. The um, Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, oh, shit. which is supposed to be great, and then cool. um, they've got like a thing where you can trade a couple shows off. So I'm, oh. I think I'm gonna trade. Um, oh, the Chicago is one of the other oh, ones, nice. uh, but on the other series they've got Once, which I want to oh. see, um, and they have Forty Second Street too. Oh wow, it's like <laughs> great, great <laughs> lineup. Really, yeah. So I, that's I, awesome. A guy I work with, um, he was giving up his tickets, and they can't, they can't like give you the tickets and everything but he called in and so now, he, that, he hooked me up now i've never had season tickets to anything so is that kind of like everybody already has them and one person has to give them up for somebody new to get them or can there be new people every year getting season tickets so they, yeah you can you can keep getting season tickets but it depends on the seats you want sure so they have like different levels of where you can sit and there's appropriate costs and discounts for certain days depending on the seats um, but essentially, like, I, I, on the form, I filled out a form, and I put, you know, like, I, I didn't really care if I had to go, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday, I think, were my preferences. And, um... That's the day in which you have to go see the show. Yeah, okay. and then I, I put, like, uh... Um, so I was looking for, like, Golden Circle, which for them, sure. it's, um... The first, I think it's, like, A through... Uh, Q or something. Okay. In, in these front, right, and left set orchestra, in the first four seats on the side, and then the loge. All so right. it's somewhere in there. Sure. And depending on what it is, like if you want the best seats, mm-hmm. you, you have to make like an additional seven hundred fifty dollar oh, donation and all this stuff. Gotcha. But um, but I, I'm looking at I think it's seat like one in three. So it's right. It's not right in the center. It's right on the the is left. That an aisle. It's aisle. Yeah. Nice. But you then want you kind of yeah, King. and you kind of yeah <laughs> yeah, and you kind of see like. If you're sitting that close to the stage, if you're in the center, you got to do that left right head sure, movement sure, sure. going on. But if you're on the side, you're sitting yeah, kind of looking kinda, across the yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, and really, yeah. it, with that theater, I don't think I've ever seen a is show that, there with If stuff you're in going the audience, is that the left side or the right side? Uh, left side. So it's on the left side. Left side, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I bought two two season tickets to that. Excellent. So I'm saying this because, you know, there's some shows there that, you know, I t- Melissa's like, oh, I'm going to go to every show. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 sure you are. I'm like, but I'm thinking I can bring you yeah, a couple of shows. Yeah, we'll, we'll like, watch something. She's not nice. going to see. She'll want to see right. Lion King and Wicked, right. of course, obviously. Of course, but yeah, she's going to want to see those. The rest of them. I've already uh, seen those. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe we yeah, can go so, do some reviews. Yeah, I went for it. Figured, cool. I, figured I'd nice, get them. And, nice, nice. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. So, good deal. That, John, you inspired me. patron of the arts. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll be I'll be in the fucking movie theater watching Civil War again. <laughs> That's my season. I wish I could get season tickets to the movies. That'd be just, great. You, you get a pass to every <laughs> exactly. movie that comes out. Oh, and just go and see them. Fantastic. You know what? They should, they should do that. Speaking of you know, speaking of um, having like good choice seats, let me tell you what I didn't have. I didn't have good choice seats when I went to see the Saigon at the Stadium Theater when they came <laughs> by a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I literally sat. Um, I literally sat three rows from the top. Um, not that there's a bad seat in the stadium. It doesn't matter where you're sitting there. You're going to have a good seat. You should have come and sat next to me. Well, I figured, you know, if I could have, 
but we had gotten seats. My wife was like, oh, it's, it might sell out, which it was really close to selling out uh, that Saturday night performance. She goes, I want to get tickets oh, was, just in right. case. You were there Saturday night. Yeah, That, we that was Saturday. the night that the, uh, the bitchy usher took my, took my seats away anyway. Oh, so. did she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck but, you, uh, you know who you are. Again, like I said, it's not a bad seat in the house, but we did. We sat three rows from the top. Um, uh, I, I, I'm not a... I don't even know. Can you get season tickets to the stadium? Do they have something like that? If they... They must have some kind of package. If they don't, then I they've got why to. They've they? got yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, that's they've got to. You got to be able to get so many. But um, yeah, uh, I went to see Saigon and it was it was great. Matter of fact, it's a great show. Yeah. Today's guest was in Miss Saigon. Minor role. Uh, just a little tiny role. Um, we have with us in the studio today actually a gentleman <laughs> that I've actually done a lot of theater with. Are we gonna um, introduce him by his real name or his his stage name? Well, you can you. Well, I'll let you take it. You can uh, introduce him by his stage we, name. We have with us the one, the only, the dark, hairy El Jefe, <laughs> originating no. from Colombo, Portugal. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> uh, and for those of us who don't know what that is, um, this is Brian Lopes in the in the studio with us today in the theater. Everyone um, knew. Yeah, everybody knows. Welcome, Brian. How you doing? Good, good. It's good to be here. Yeah. Um, I've been saying for a while now that we've been wanting to get you on the show. Uh, I know we had your wife, Ashley, on last season. I'm sure you were, like, crying in a corner. Why did they ask me? Well, I was just upset because you guys barely ever met my writer, so... Ah. Carved out time for you people. Yeah, I don't have time to sort M and M's and shit like that. Yeah, only the reds. Only the reds. And yeah, the, the whole the, the the fanning underage boy thing was kind of awkward. That, that and the gluten free yeah. water. That was kind of weird. Yeah, I didn't know they had that until yeah, gluten free yeah. water. That's a thing. No, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Being stupid still is. Ah, uh, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> and that's a wrap. No. <laughs> and that's well, it for this week. <laughs> it was fun being here. <laughs> eh, it was worth it. So yeah, Brian, you played the minor role in uh, Miss Saigon of. The engineer. The engineer. Yes, that was awesome. The only character who doesn't actually have a name. Yeah, that's crazy. That's he doesn't. True. He just goes by the engineer. That's like he does. His, I mean, they, say title, his, right? they do say his name in the show. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I got to ask your opinion on something with the engineer, and I, I actually I love Miss Saigon. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, it was one of the first shows I remember ever seeing. Uh, mm -hmm. My parents actually had season tickets to Pete Pack when I was younger, and they took me all the time, and I saw nice. Miss Saigon there. Um, but I've never understood with engineer, right? So usually, in a show. The characters that have lots of songs and a major role, there's some type of like, uh, like if you start off like the engineer where you're just that dark, dirty character. Yeah, you're talking there's like an arc. A, there's you a redemption like an moment. Sure, yeah, but like, sure. I don't really feel like the engineer has a redemption no. moment, but he's still such an integral he's character. A, it's a he's weird. In a lot. It's a weird role he's where very much a puppet master in that show. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He is. he is. He's um, and it's funny because you look at Les Mis, who is also written by the same people, and you have the Tenardiers, who are the same thing. There wow. is no arc to them. They are douchey to begin with. They are douchey to end with. But you know, like with them, I feel like at least at the end. They get like a they, you they get, get what you coming deserve. To but the engineer, he like hands yeah. off the kid. You really never know what happens. Like, does he what, get you know hit what? by a nuke or wait, what? <laughs> in in today's day and age, with shows like Wicked and stuff like that, who's to say that we'll never see the engineer 
Yeah, an engineer a, a, story. It's a show or a book. I <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah. when when Wicked came out, you know, they started spinning off all these fairy tales where the stepsisters got their own stories. And, you know, goes in all these yep. different directions. Who's to say that? You couldn't have one about the engineer because you're right. It's you never really know what happens to the guy. He's, Where does he he's end an interesting up character? In just and that's yeah. I tell you that just like that is a little side and tangent. Got a, it's and, but he's got so many awesome moments in that show. And you know? huge songs, absolutely. Huge songs. Yeah, he's a big focal part, and he just kind of just yeah. The best part about him too role. is minor role. <laughs> the best part about him too is he has so many chances in that show to have that redemption yeah. moment and he's just like yeah, no like, I'm gonna pass on like, that I'm just gonna be yeah, a douchebag yeah. again no. yeah. um, I got shit to do I gotta get to America so fuck all you bitches <laughs> oh you have a kid let me help oh no yeah, okay, right. get back on the oh pole. wait you have a kid that's American <laughs> oh yes yeah. I'm gonna help you out right 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 oh well, he's all Asian go well, fuck I was so. gonna say that's the thing too cause in the show isn't he a half breed as well yeah he's actually half French half right, Asian half French cause he says that in the song which is an interesting combination because to yeah. see you, you know, in costume on stage. I remember my wife came home from rehearsal one night. Uh, she had popped in for something, and uh, she goes, "Brian looks like a Puerto Rican pimp." El Jefe. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, "What?" And uh, then uh, Mike Scott had taken some photos uh, during Tech Week, and he posted them. And as soon as I saw, it, I was like, "Holy shit, you're right. Looks like a Puerto Rican pimp." <laughs> well, it, doesn't, it doesn't help when he's posting pictures like down in the uh, dressing room with like 15 women. Or I don't know I mean, if you noticed. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, oh. high fives going yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if you noticed, but um, <laughs> I think it was right before the Sunday. Uh, afternoon performance they were all down in the dressing rooms getting ready Brian goes live on Facebook I just happened to be out shopping with the family oh, I, saw I go that. on Facebook I saw so I clicked on it I started watching it was great and uh I, I had so much fun watching that that I actually shared it and posted it to the behind the anchor nice. and uh, uh it's on our it's on our Facebook nice. page. That's awesome. Uh, like just because it, it kind of gives you the feel of what's going on downstairs before the show starts. And I tried to type, but I couldn't do it fast enough because you, you kind of clicked off. I was going to be like, Brian, shouldn't you be uh, going over your lines so you don't forget them in the show? But you'd already clicked the freaking thing off. And I was like, damn it. That was funny. <laughs> sitting downstairs, too. I'm like, man, I hate. And like, Maybe a week before I talked about how I hate people who go live on Facebook. I'm like, it's so so <laughs> self-indulgent, yeah. you assholes. Why do you do this? And then that day I'm like, screw it, I'm going to go oh, live on Facebook. It. No, it was, you know, I'm just going to be a douche like everybody else. I stayed in character. You yeah, know? yeah, it was really cool. And you went around and kind of talked yeah, to some to, people. We could see some, like, you know, yeah. I mean, bra-covered booby, but you know, yeah, there was yeah, some yeah, booby yeah, in there. Yeah. It was good. A lot, of, a lot of scantily clad women running around, which yeah. is nice. It's always but, a plus. Um, it helps for the sale of the stream. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. No, that was that was really neat. I, I, and I'm glad that yeah. it just so happened in that moment. I was on Facebook yeah. and I got to see part of That's it. That's definitely something I could see doing again if I'm ever in a show. Oh, it's yeah. Fun That's for fun. It's like, sure. You don't get to see what happens backstage. And exactly. Well, I think we had talked about that before. Brian's Peep Show. Brian's Peep Show. Best little whorehouse in Texas, Junior. Brian's downstairs <laughs> filled with the behind the scenes. <laughs> You ever wonder if like, the characters of Miss Saigon had like best little whorehouse in Saigon? The yeah, musical? I know, right? Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> They're all little side story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but in that, but their chicken ranch, they're actually just cutting the heads off and draining the blood. It's like, that's what you're saying, like the wicked stuff. It's it's, it's like Gigi's side story. Exactly. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's already there. Another, it's on porn another character who gets that great song. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. 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 There's no that, reason that show, why. That show, like I don't know, it's, so it, it does that. It's but it's funny just because the, with the engineer in particular, mm. like right before the end of Act One, 
he's got this major and it's always very, it's this like serious scene engineer song right <laughs> yeah because, well it's such a dark fucking show yeah, it's like yeah. i guess you need it you need yeah it. you gotta lighten it up a little bit like, um you know and and i've only seen saigon twice uh, i saw it the first time encore did it a few years ago um i think neil santoro yes was his neil name played he played the engineer mm-hmm. um Funny and he, he was about that show he was too. he was great and you know so the that was really the only thing i could compare to and Honestly, after watching your portrayal of him and, and trying to remember what he did from so long ago, it was just, I just yeah. enjoyed it. You know, it was just fun to sit there and watch you do it. Because I've seen you play a lot of different characters. Yeah. I've seen you play nice guys. I play, see, play scumbags. Um, I tend you know. to get typecast as a yep. scumbag <laughs> or a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Hey, some I'm, kind of bitch. That's what I always get cast as. Never like, oh, we can't. Well, we can cast Brian as a romantic lead. It's like, yeah. no, he's a stubby little boy. That's not, not happening. Not, <laughs> oh, and I'm well aware. You are not Prince Charming. Uh, oh, God. I feel, I feel like this was like an uh, engineer was for you is probably like a top three role. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I actually miss yeah. playing engineer now. Yeah. Like yeah, now that it's over, like you can go, go on a shows and sometimes you're like, that was fun to do while it lasted. Like I, I wouldn't mind doing engineer again. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, before we get any further into talking about missing, I'm sure we could spend this, this whole episode just talking about that. Yeah. Let's do like we always do and jump in the way back machine and we're going to take it back. We're actually going to take it back oh, to God. the beginning. So, the question we always ask is when we go back, where did you, where did you get the bugs? <laughs> I just squashed a bug flying there by. Bug. Uh, where did you get the, uh, where did you get your start? Like, what made you want to do theater? Where, where were you at? How old were you? You know, walk us through that a little bit. Um, actually, it was my junior year in high school. I played football all throughout high school, and that's what I did. I was one of the jock people. I took my theater class as my arts. I can see why you went in the direction of the arts. I, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. really see the yeah. jock football thing. Um, no, but I played football. But my junior year, my asthma got really, really bad. And literally, my doctor's like, you can't play football anymore. The field, just, I am I am allergic to outside, I've come to find. I think you are, yeah. Um, it's just anything. Trees, grass, <laughs> anything outside, I am just allergic to. And it got so bad that I, I had to give up football. I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Because I don't know if you've ever lived in a Portuguese house. We're loud. I haven't lived in one, but I've been tra- trapped in a small box yeah, for and most several people, hours. Like, even my wife, even <laughs> Ashley, when she first time she came to my house, she's like, why are they yelling at each other? I'm like, no, they're just talking. <laughs> if they were yelling, you wouldn't be able to, you'd be coming out of a club at 2 o'clock in the morning. That's the kind of sound you have in right. your ears, that ringing. Yeah. So, I was like, I can't, I can't go home. I'm going to, I'm going to murder somebody. Um, so I was like, I need to find something to do that's extracurricular. So, I, a quick Portuguese question. Does, does your mom have, like, the statues? We we do. We have little statues. We have a whole little glass what? thing. Yeah, what are you talking yeah. about? Just, I'm telling you, like, oh, like Portuguese I, I know we, some what Portuguese kind of statues people, are like, they're all, like, religious icons. Oh. No, these aren't all religious, but, but we do have the bathtub still? Mary in the back. You've got the bathtub Mary. We have oh, the bathtub My Mary. grandmother is in Portuguese, and she had a bathtub Mary, so no, like, I know what that it's is. It's a Portuguese thing. Is like, it really? Uh, What's the saint? Is there a specific saint in it? Is that... No, it's just it can be whatever. Wine. It's either usually the Mother Mary or yeah, Fatima. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and okay. I see. Like I know, like five Portuguese guys that also they all have the what is it the, the heart of Christ yep, tattooed yep, on tattoo. them. That's yep. like a Portuguese thing. I don't know. Yeah. You guys get good food though. We're, so. we're big into Jesus, right? Yeah. Love Jesus. Love me <laughs> some Jesus. Jesus freaks. Um, but yeah, so I couldn't do football anymore. So I was like, I need something to fill my time because, like I said, I'm not going to go home. Right. Um, and they just happened to be doing. 
a musical, I was like, screw it, I'll just... I was so now, taking a theater class. I was going to say, what school did you go to? I went to Mount Hope High School in Bristol. And they had a, a theater program. They did. They had a really, actually, a really nice auditorium. Um, the stage was nice and big. And I was taking a theater class that year anyway, so I was like, screw it, I'll do a show with them. I ended up doing Bye Bye Birdie there. Played Maud, the bartender. Oh, nice. So that was a fun, that was fun. I got to act tough. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm a five yeah. foot six That's tough like, guy. Now, did you just play Maud, or did you kind of like ensemble? I also did those? ensemble, okay, but some other stuff too. Um, they had me in Maud, and that's actually how I got roped into joining the vocal ensemble, which was our advanced choral group at okay. that school. Um, the music director was also the vocal. And you said this teacher. was your junior year in high school. Yeah, so she was like, "Hey, you have a really nice tenor voice. You're going to be in the vocal ensemble." I was like, "I'm not." And she said, "Yes, you are." <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I don't have a choice. So senior year was a lot of like art stuff. I took vocal ensemble. I ended up joining the jazz choir there, which was like an after-school group. Mm -hmm. um, so that was fun. So that's kind of how I got my start. It was just a lack of... So you went from being a jock, I being was... a cool guy, to theater geek. <laughs> let's let's disclaim this. I was never a cool oh, guy. Okay, okay, okay. I was on the team, but I was never a cool <laughs> you guy. You know what? I played ball for seven years. <laughs> I was on the team. I was never a cool guy either. You're a movie guy. You've seen Waterboy, right? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. on the team. <laughs> I don't think I was that good. Um, Actually, Waterboy was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was that good. But uh, that that's how I kind of got my start. And then, you know, the next year... We did anything. So goes. now, your school? Do they do one big show a year? Do they do a couple? They do. It was usually two big shows a year. In the fall, they would do a straight show. Okay. And then in the uh, spring, they would do the musical. All right. Um, it's not on there. I remember doing a show called The Birds. It was like a, it was like a, parody of Greek comedies. I played like Hercules and four other characters. Okay. It was just horrendous. <laughs> the, the director was. Terrible. He was actually a lawyer. He had nothing to do with school. It was just oh, random so lawyer so that came, came in. from the outside. Yeah, it, he was horrible. Like eight people dropped. That's why I played like seven different oh, characters. Wow. It was just mm. a, a bleep show. <laughs> I don't know why I said bleep show because we can swear. So fuck. Uh, it was a shit show. It was just a show. How dare I know, you, right? sir? Yes, I know. I'm a horrible human being. Um, but yeah, so I, I I stuck with doing musicals there. I was like, I'm just gonna do musicals. Now, do you have any vocal training? Uh, other than what I got in high school, no. I mean, she was good. She was good about like taking people aside and stuff. Well, so. now I've seen you in a bunch of musicals, and obviously you can sing, so that's actually pretty good that yeah. you haven't had a lot of training and you're able to sound the way that you do. God forbid, if I had training, I wouldn't be here talking to you. I'd be somewhere else. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> God wow. damn it, fucker! <laughs> that's so true. Oh, I wouldn't I want to be anywhere else but here talking to John and Fred. I'm doing a hand job motion. <laughs> this is so I can get my second show. <laughs> yeah, right? What's coming up this season? What are you casting right now that he wants to be in? Uh, I know, right? Nothing. There's nothing, nothing coming up. Yeah. Um, all right, so you do Bye Bye Birdie, yep. and then the following year you do Anything Goes. Yep, that was fun. We actually um, did a split cast. That was fun. We, uh, what, is this? what do you mean? Oh, like the, they The director cast? was so indifferent to who was going to get cast, and he was a great guy. He was actually, you would like him because he was a great set designer. Mm -hmm. The set was phenomenal, but he couldn't decide. We had seniors who were there and you know how it is in high schools it's like well the seniors are leaving so we sure, want to cast I give all the leads yeah I've done a show um, like that I, I was that. so it was me and another senior that had got cast for Billy Crocker so we did split nights I got opening night and then I got the Saturday night so I got the two bigger shows right so I will hold that over his head till the day I die <laughs> um, was the other guy any good he was he was phenomenal and, and do you still keep in contact with him he's just I have not that. talked to him you're like fuck that guy yeah fuck that guy but he Friday has, and Saturday he the wasn't four leads good. were actually split between both nights it was so we had two now hopes was it, two billies I was just gonna ask uh, how yeah. many different characters did they split like that yeah it was two hopes two billies 
And then two Renos and I I think that was it. I think it was Reno. Those so now three. that earlier in your in your career, you know, you're in high school. You're yeah. you know you're doing this with all your friends and stuff like that. And you're like, all right, I was. Are you thinking to yourself? I was way better than that guy <laughs> at the time. No, actually, I think he was better than I was. Like, he was better. I get that part. He was better vocally. He was better looking. <laughs> Like, oh, I didn't know if there was, like, a, you know, a quota for, like, Portuguese people to have <laughs> yeah. or something. But there's no way I should have beat this guy out for this role. Nice. Um, but, hey, whatever. I guess I just, I acted better. Hey, I'm He gonna, was pretty stiff. If you've listened to the Origin episode, I did. I had the same thing. I was in school. I uh, went up against the guy who was the lead in the show that they had just done. He was fantastic. Um, I got a part over him, which I should probably not have gotten because he was that good uh, but they took a chance on me and that started me in my career you know I credited that guy you know I, I licked his ass up one down <laughs> down the other just because that's I credited him with me getting my start it's actually yeah. shown that I totally spaced out about uh, we did Once Upon a Mattress oh yeah okay. that was a great show and you did that in high school I did that in high school the thing with that was I actually didn't get cast as one of the leads I was an extra just an ensemble, ensemble player Ensemble member. Two weeks before we went up, the car- the guy playing King Sextimus, who, if you know the show at all, he's a mute king and he's a horn dog, and he's the comic relief of the show. He's hilarious. I was that's the part I had went out for, but I was so hard up on like playing, so I went to every rehearsal, even though I was just an extra. Didn't need to be there, but it was better than being home and sure. fighting. So I went to every rehearsal. <laughs> uh, so two weeks before the show goes up, unfortunately, his grandfather passes away. Uh. That's the worst. And he tells the director, I can't do the show. I have to be with my family. I can't do the show. And she starts having a conniption fit. She's like, I don't know what we're going to do. So I'm just like, I got it. I've been here at every (laughs) rehearsal. I I know know what's going on. So two weeks before the show, I end up doing it. And I end up doing, well, she said I did well. I don't know if I did well. And don't we always say, that's why you take an ensemble part. Because you never know what's going to happen. You know, we've talked many times, especially during our kid episodes. You know, we get these giant casts of 37 45 people and you know when it comes down to casting people are like i don't know if i want to be in the show it's only ensemble you never know when you're going to get yeah. bumped up and you you know talking right now just about that exact fact yeah. that you was know? and that was actually one of the funnest parts if we ever had a chance to do once upon a mattress at encore that would be great it's one of those less well-known shows mm. so it's kind of i know suvier has been kicking around the idea um, i don't know if it was for a kid show or a regular show or a summer show i should say um, but that i've i've heard that show pop up a few times. I don't know if we'll ever get around to it, yeah. but yeah, it is, cool. it's really funny. So now, uh, West Side Story is that Bristol Theater Company. So now, is this your forte into community theater? Like, you're, yes. Now, is this going on while you're in school, or do you just do school? It was the summer, and then you go into the community theater. Yeah, it was the summer of my senior year. Okay, I did West Side Story with them, um, which ruined the show. I hated it. Uh, I am not a dancer. You very well know this. We'll get into that story later. We'll on. get to that one. <laughs> um, I am not a dancer, and West Side Story is far too heavy. You play in West Side Story. I played Diesel. I was a random jet. Okay. I was one of the random jet guys. I was actually the one who was supposed to fight uh, the uh, the Puerto other gang guy. leader. Sure. I was supposed to fight him, and then Tony comes in and stops the fight. West Side Story guy. Yeah, it's yeah, not my kind that. of thing. Not, not my show, show at all. I have no interest in it. Yeah. So. <laughs> After doing that show, and that was kind of another shit show, I was like, ah, this show blows. I'm never doing now, that show again. Now, Bristol Theater Company, are they still around? 
They are. They don't do so many shows anymore. Mm -hmm. They do like a lot of variety shows here and there. Where are they located? Um, they're in Bristol, Rhode Island. Um, usually. What's the small theater? Didn't they have a small theater down there? You might be thinking of Second Story in Warren, maybe? I don't know. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's a small theater, but they're actually semi-professional. So, so Bristol doesn't do, not not there, where do they... No, I don't know where they perform anymore. We actually performed at the Roger Williams Black Box. That's oh, where wow. we rehearsed, yeah, yeah. at the college, which is a really nice black box. Yep. If you've ever been there, if you ever get to see a show at Roger Williams, I am an alum. Yay, Roger Williams. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, we did our rehearsals there, and then we actually did West Side Story at Mount Hope High School Auditorium, so I was like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I want to spend my summer. Right? Yeah. Right back where I was. Uh, <laughs> That's but yeah. awesome. But Guys and Dolls was fun. I went and, and you played that. Benny? I did. I did. I went out for Nicely or Benny because that show is one of those shows where I have no inclination to play a lead. And guys, no. Yeah, oh, Nathan. See, I love that show. See, Nathan Detroit doesn't do it for me. Doesn't sing enough for me. He's mm. kind of like an eh character. And Sky is so boring. <laughs> I would never want to play Sky. Yeah. Now, Benny and Nicely, I think are. Yeah, they even, have. What was the other one? Uh, Nicely, Nicely, horse? Benny. Uh, or what the hell was his name? I don't remember the third, the third one. But he's only literally yeah, fluke of the tin horns. The and tin horns. That's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Benny and they by far have the best show. Yeah. They have the best numbers in the show. They I played sing Calvin and Guys and Dolls when I was younger. Many moons ago, <laughs> uh, the Mission Boy. Oh God! <laughs> I literally, I think I, I, I think I played in, like a drum. I think I was hitting a drum, and I had one oh. line in the whole show. If that, if I even had a line, I don't know. But that was, it's, I, and and I, I do to this day. I still love Guys and Dolls. Yeah. We did it a few years back with the uh, Encore Kids. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We did it with the uh, Summer Stock. Yes. Yeah, no, and no. Uh, that was so much fun to do. Um, we had a younger cast for that, which was great, so it was kind of like doing an Encore Kids mm -hmm. show. Um, but uh, I, I love that show. Anytime people want to do that, I'm like, yeah, I'm That's a good show. Yeah, it's, it's like Fiddler on the Roof. I love yeah. Fiddler on the Roof. Everyone's like, really? It's three hours depressing. <laughs> so, I love so, Fiddler I, on the Roof. I don't even remember who I ran into that recently was like, we're talking about theater, and they were like, oh, yeah, my favorite show is Fiddler on the Roof. And I was like, what? Well, I wouldn't say it's my favorite what? show. No, I do like it a lot. Favorite. They're like they love oh. the music, but it's a it's a long show. Three hours long. It's a long, it's long show. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like that show. Um, okay, so you do some shows with Bristol Theater Company. Um, now, would you say that you know you had like you were? I don't want to say like you had an in, but you know you got to know some people, so you would come back. I mean, because you've only done a few shows with them. Yeah. Um. I I I knew everybody for the most part. A lot of them were from the area, so I went to high school with some of them. And, sure. Um, How'd you find out about them? Through through high school, through kids who had done the shows at high school with me. Okay. They're like, oh, I would do shows with Bristol Theater Company. I was like, oh, okay, that sounds fun. I'll you know go do, do that and hang out. You remember um, your first audition? I don't remember it. No, <laughs> I, don't, I do not remember my first audition for uh, Westside. All I know is that I probably failed miserably at the dance. And, and they're like, the you part. can be one of the no-name guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, he's got a name, but he doesn't do much. shit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so it was one of those things where th there was a hierarchy in the... Um, in the casting department kind of thing. It's like you knew who were going to get the leads. Not necessarily, not necessarily not clicky, clicky, but you knew who the talented people were. Gotcha. So it's like, gotcha. he's Anyone. obviously going to yeah. get... It was actually funny. The guy who got the, the lead in West Side Story was actually the guy who got Albert in high school for me. So I was like, I saw him again. I'm like, great, here we go. <laughs> here we go. So I'm never getting a in my life, so this sucks. But... No, but they weren't super clicky. I mean, I think every theater you go to, there's always a little clickness. A little bit. 
Do you, do, you, do you find that an encore? Do you see a click in encore? I see clicks not so much in like the casting hierarchy. I see clicks as in groups of people who like hang like out within the cast. And yeah. Stuff like that. So not production wise. No, no, but, no. Yeah. Like if I, I, know, I know if I audition for a Fred show and there's dance involved, I'm just not going to go. <laughs> That's kind of what I know. Um, but no, I mean, there's always clicks. Like Miss Saigon was actually a real good microcosm of how clicks work because. Miss Saigon's one of those shows where it's leads are on stage or ensembles on stage. Right. And betwixt the two shall never meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, you've got like this click where there was a lot of the leads and they would talk to each other and hang out. And then you had the ensemble talking to each sure. other and hang out. And like it it took effort to like mm. like I make I make it a point every time I do an encore show sure. to talk to anybody who's new. Yeah, no matter yeah, yeah. what, because I like you know you want people to feel welcome. Absolutely. Plus, I'm a chatty Kathy. You can ask no. my wife. I love to talk I to people. Think that for Never. a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you remember too, like you know, ensemble. They're subhuman, so they are. Well, here's the thing, though. Ensemble's busting their asses because, oh, like yeah. you said, they're, they're the biggest. If part you're of the not show. up there, they are. And yeah. They're up there a yeah. lot. They're working it up. Yeah. Anybody who says I don't want to be ensemble yeah. because it's not a big part is they're lying that's, to themselves. Yeah, that's crazy. Because they are the biggest part of any kind of show. It's a huge commitment because you're there more than the leads are. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You have to learn more music. Mm -hmm. You have to learn more dances. Yep. God forbid you have to understudy more anybody. Blocking. Yeah. If you have to understudy, yeah. then it's like you know you got to learn that guy's shit too. Right. And it's <laughs> just like it's one of those things. It's like tech people. It's very unsung. It's like nobody notices it unless mm -hmm. you fuck up. Yeah. So, right. Right. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It's like when a lead is on stage, if he fucks up and can hide the fact that he screwed up. You're not gonna know, right. but if you're doing an ensemble dance number and somebody steps left, yeah, yeah, the guy steps right, yeah. you will notice, <laughs> and people will tell you. Yes, and they will not let you live it down for like seven years. It'll be longer than that. Yeah, yeah it right. will be. Definitely. I'm pretty sure that'll be on his deathbed. <laughs> Find Brian. I got something for him. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta cut his model. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> I was doing that for the wellness of the audience. So now, um, this whole time, you know, you're. You're, you're coming out of school and you're you're doing this stuff. Were you doing anything else? Um, I was in college at Roger Williams. Yeah. Um, I wasn't so much doing shows there. I did like one or two straight shows for like for like classes and stuff. Sure. But for the most part, I kind of just try to keep my head down and do that stuff and stick to getting good grades. So yeah. school first. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because need, need a career before the theater stuff. <laughs> yeah, I went. I actually went in as a chemistry major and went out as a theater major, which was really a fun, awkward conversation to have with your parents <laughs> in front of all the little statues. So, so you want to go into a career where you're a scientist and you make a ton of money being scientist, and you want to be poor and do theater? Well, yes, yes, of course. Why are we paying for this? I'm weighing the options, and poor in theater it is. You know what it was? It, what he doesn't really want to say, it's the Portuguese factor. They were like, he was going to science the shit out of our wine. <laughs> <laughs> and now, all he can do is act. Yes, I was working <laughs> I was working on a theorem to actually turn water into wine. Uh, now, are you still living at home while you're doing this? Uh, yes, I'm still living at home. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, 2002 was when you did Guys and Dolls at Bristol Theatre Company. And then I see you have like a six-year hiatus. Yeah, that was a fun time. What goes on during that time? Um, that time I actually had to leave college. Um, financial issues, uh, both with me and at home. Ended up working full-time for Shaw's. Um, the hours sucked. It worked 4 to 12 every night. 
Oh, so you had like a second yeah, shift thing going? Yeah, so it was four, rough. and that was five nights a week, and then I worked Sundays. I was working 50-some hours a week, oh, wow. and there was no time to do anything. Right. And second shift is the shittiest shift to have. Yes, it By is. the time you go into work, all your friends are getting home. Mm -hmm. By the time you get out, all of them are going to bed, and there's nobody to hang out with. So, yep. But I did that for a while, so... Always like I always I missed the theater. It was mm -hmm. one of those things, you know. I went and saw shows here and there because I knew friends who were doing shows. Sure. So I went to saw sh see shows at Bristol, but see anything good? <laughs> I don't. I Nothing that I, I remember. I have like Alzheimer's. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what I ate for lunch yesterday. I couldn't remember my lines in Saigon. <laughs> Surprisingly, mm, you missed a couple, but a I few. have the script in front just of me, so. <laughs> I never missed a line, I just substituted. There was a difference. Or drop. Wait a minute. I'm, no, I'm calling him out on this. <laughs> Sunday show, there was a. Uh, Saturday there was, show. I was there. There was Saturday too? It was Saturday the, night. Was that the one? So there was one where he went like. He did that twice. Yes. It was, oh, it was, yes, it was the scene he did a where you were going into that box and you were yes, pulling stuff yes. out. Was, Are you sure and, and the mic didn't cut out? No, no, no. no. Oh! <laughs> So if the, if the mic so. cut out, there would be silence. Yeah, but, if, but if this the mic was, was caught out, I would have been on John. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a quick mumble. I was like, oh, something was supposed to be said there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely that scene, though. Was it the same scene on Sunday? It might have been. Where he was going no, to the no, no, Sunday, Sunday was. Well, it's tough uh, to sing and have to be well, not moving even that. shit around. If you listen to that freaking music, yeah. every single every melody is the same goddamn thing, <laughs> and it's just nonsensical <laughs> shit after yeah. the other. I think, in your defense, Saturday was the, the night that you told me that your box wasn't there off stage. Yeah, I had run so off stage. You might, and have, you might have been thrown I by guess that. There, was a, there was a miscommunication between me and the production staff. They had decided that the box was going to live on the set piece. And that's where the box was going to live from now on. So when the set piece rolled out, I'd grab the box. Problem with that was... And who had your mic off when you swore, motherfucker? You, you did. Thank you very much. But yeah, it was... It's the firecracker all over again. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to live on the set piece, apparently. And there was a miscommunication, because I thought it was going to live on the set piece until they handed it to me. Because right. what we'd been doing is I'd run off stage. Uh, Lisa, who was the... One of the stagehands there was going to hand it to me, and then I run back on stage while they said it, because as I run back, I'm cued by the music. I'm not cued right. by a set. Right, right, right. So I have to start singing when sure. I hit that when I get to that point. So that night was the night I was like shimmying with the set, trying to get it and trying to start singing my music while turning oh, around yeah. and opening it. I'm like, this is horrendous. It sucks when something happens like that. And that's not. And it was just a simple mistake. And yeah, and it's just a simple little so, thing, and it just throws you. But uh, nope. it happens. Yeah. That's, well, that's I'm gonna live tell theater. you. So, you take six years off, and then what's your forte back into theater? Like, what's your? Okay. I don't. The catalyst. Yeah, what what got you back in, and um, where did you go? I was dating this woman at the time. Who, there it is. Who will go unnamed because Ashley despises this woman. Um, she will go unnamed. Wait, hold on, hold on. Can you like she mouth can, it? You know, I don't she know who it is. She can go fucking I, unnamed all you want, wait, wait, but we're wait, wait. talking about this. Do I know her? I don't know. You won't, you won't know her. You won't do know, I know her. her? No, she's, no, we, she we know don't her. know her. Oh, okay, but okay. She has affectionately become known as Cunt Rag. Oh, that's good name. what That's what good her name, name is. Affectionately, is she <laughs> Cunt Rag. No, by no, she looks like a fucking vampire if a vampire had syphilis. That's what she looks like. Oh, did she yeah. have syphilis? She might have. <laughs> I never slept with her, so I wouldn't know. Um, Ashley would get a huge kick from this. But at the time, I was dating her, and 
two of her friends heard about Greece and they're like, oh, we want to do Greece. We're going to do Greece. And they're like, didn't you used to sing? We used to do karaoke all the time. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, you, you can sing. Why don't you come with us? I was like, all right, fuck it. Why not? Where'd you get, where were you guys doing karaoke at the time? Uh, Cafe Pearl in Seekonk. Okay. All right. um, I hadn't met Serge yet. So you're, you're, I mean, you you live in the, I don't know what that's considered. Is that the Riverside and I had, I was living in East Providence. East Providence. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's East oh, Providence. Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> <laughs> we don't live right. on the east side yeah, of no, Providence. No, 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 you're we in live in East Providence. It's a goddamn difference. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're over on that side. So I mean, you, you hear about the Greece audition. Now Greece is for encore. And it's in one socket, so a little bit of a hike for you. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I what actually was it, 25, 30 minutes? Yeah, 25, 30 That's minutes. That's not too bad. And it's mostly highway. The way, sure. Where we live, it's right, 195 is right there. It's yeah, literally yeah, yeah. turn out of our street, and there's 195. Um, so I was like, screw it. Why not? I'll audition for sure. I haven't done a show in a long time. What's the worst that can happen? It's community theater, so it was probably going to suck anyway, so I'll just go and audition. Um, Ow. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. He so underestimated us. <laughs> I did. I had never heard of you guys. Right. I never. I never heard right. of the stadium sure. theater when I walked in. That was kind of intimidating. So, walking in, and you see this like yeah, place that looks like totally a mini, renovated, like eleven hundred seats. Absolutely, yeah. like, gorgeous. And that's actually how I describe it to people now. I'm like, think of PPAC slightly smaller. smaller. Yeah, 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 yeah. No upper balcony. You know? Right. Um, I wish you had an upper balcony like that. That'd be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's worry about the stage. <laughs> yeah, let's artists. worry about yeah, some sound yeah. or some other shit. Yeah, producers. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, the yeah, building next to it. Yeah, right. I went with them to one night of the auditions. I was like, screw it. So there's what, three of you that go? Yes. Well, no, it's you, the girlfriend, and then two friends? Well, the girlfriend didn't go. It was just oh, she me went. and two friends. Okay, you and she, two friends. She didn't go. The girlfriend, you and the two friends. It's the syphilis vampire <laughs> stayed home. Yeah. No, they were not attractive by any means. That is not something that they find me. But if we listen to this episode, they'll be like, these fucking people just Stop laughing. Just talk. Don't <laughs> laugh. <laughs> so, on our way there, I got lost because I'd never been up that way. Sure. I ended up at Lincoln Mall. I was like, screw it. I'm not going. Fuck it. And they're like, no, no. We're going to go because we want to go. Right. Like, God damn it. So, we end up getting there. And so, you walk in. The theaters. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had a lot of people audition for that show, too. I remember yeah, yeah. that. It was, it was, do you remember what number you were? I think I was in the... 70s or oh 60s? yeah so you were up there yeah, yeah. so were you there first night or second night because we did two nights I might have been there the first night first night yeah right. so I know I was, I was in the upper one so I know I had to wait around a lot um, that's, yeah. the, that's the worst thing about auditioning yeah. like when we have that many people come out and it's the waiting and I feel bad too because I'm sitting there and I'm like oh I know all these people are out there and like and we're all be, we go to about 9.30, but sometimes we'll go over to like 11 o'clock just to accommodate everybody that's there. Nope. So it's... Yeah, was, you, you must have been there for a while. I was, I, yeah, I was there, something. Think we were there all night. Yep. Um, so I auditioned. And so you, did your two friends, these two girls audition They as well? did. They did not get cast. Uh, I'm gonna, that was going to be my next question. They did, did not. We cast them? Neither <laughs> one of them got cast. And I, that was the, an awkward conversation. Like, sure. oh, did you get cast? I was like, yeah, I got Kaneki. How about you guys? No. I was like, oh. That sucks. <laughs> sucks to be you. Yeah, but. yeah, karaoke. But he stuck through it. <laughs> he did. He those did. girls weren't there. You know, he went for it. Yeah. Right. Knowing nobody, right? Because you didn't know anybody no, in the company. No, I hadn't met anybody yet. So I was like, ah, oh, screw it. What the hell? What's the so now you come in, you audition. Do you remember what you auditioned with? Because I fucking don't remember. I you. think, if I'm, if I'm correct, <laughs> I auditioned with Heaven on Their Minds from Jesus Christ Superstar because that is far away my favorite that's musical. Your, that's your That's my, like, one of go-to. my go-tos. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably what I auditioned with, if I remember correctly. Um, so I auditioned with that, and then... 
Now let me ask you this: You're at the audition, and um, I know a lot of people that auditioned. Um, they were either a little bit older or they were kind of young. What, I mean, your first time being at an encore audition, what were you kind of thinking? Were you like, "Oh, is this a kids' group"? I mean, what was going through your head at the time? I honestly, was it was my, it spread enough for you to? My be like, head was buried in my book so hard. I was like, I they, they were the wolves there and. I was just like, all right, I gotta make sure I remember my shit. Um, I can't fuck this up because I don't want to look like an ass. Obviously, not people. something he's carried on through his career. That yeah, kind of it, thinking. It ended but, there. <laughs> but in the moment, that's what he's thinking, which is fantastic. And that's what's important. <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. <laughs> Booyah! Flipping them both off. But so I, I really, honestly, don't remember looking at anybody. I don't mm. remember who was there the first night. Um, so nobody like stood out to you. It was just like in your zone. You, no. you did your thing, and that was. I'm it. I'm one of those people who doesn't like to just watch people audition because one, we had open auditions too. So yeah, you could come so you to the auditorium see. and watch everybody else. Was Ashley at the audition? I think she went to the second night. If oh, I recall. So this this yeah. is when your chance to just lie, man. Like she stood out there <laughs> across the room. She, uh, well, she knows the truth. She already knows <laughs> yeah. the story. So, we're getting it firsthand. <laughs> yeah. So she actually got to meet Greg because she auditioned the second right. second night. So she met From, Greg. Um. But yeah, no, I just the head was buried, and then we did the uh, the singing part, and I always like to go to auditions as early as possible because I try to get there first. Sure. Because I have the theory of I'd rather sing first and make somebody intimidated of me, right? Rather than see somebody who's going to intimidate me and throw me off my game. Gotcha. So I like to get there as early as possible. That's a good strategy. I love that you strategize. It, you know, a lot of people strategize. Think about it. How many actors go to auditions only on the second night, not the first, in hopes to be remembered? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Everybody has their own little little strategies yeah. of what they do. Yeah. I pick yeah. my song in the car on the way to the audition. <laughs> <laughs> I would I'd be the same. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm going to sing something I have no yeah. idea like, how to I'll, sing. I'll, I'll grab the sheet music, and then I throw a CD in, and I'm like, and I get there, and I'm like, I'm going to sing a weird Al Yankovic song Ready. that yeah. I think Ready. I know. Well, that's the other thing, too. It's like, I know some people who will have two songs prepared of the same ilk, even though they, they only want one, just in case 8,000 people sing the same thing. Sure. Like, how many times can you hear somebody sing Part of My World oh. when auditioning for Little we Mermaid? I love that time. song. Oh, I just now, love it. Now, but it's oh, one of those things. It's more. like you start becoming <laughs> one of like the mass, and it's like it's yeah. hard to remember who's, sure. which person did sure. what, so they want to sing something different. Yeah. And I try to do, try to do something different. Well... Whatever you did must have stood out because I you wore, did get cast in the show and you were Kinnicky. Yeah, I wore a Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtle and shirt and you're like, that's, that that's guy's awesome. That's for me. <laughs> I was like, turtle time. Man. Apparently I'm your brother yeah. now from that show. Cast. Well, that's the thing too because I remember you know you auditioned and uh, someone had said... Dylan. Yeah, there's a guy up in the lobby that looks just like Fred. And we were like, what? What are you talking about? I, I still like... I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't either. Maybe when we're clean shaven and I don't know. I mean, we're both assholes. I mean, so that's I, something. Oh, that, yeah, I'll give you that. So, I mean, that's yeah. something. Visually, but though. But visually, just, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Well, there has to be something Although, there. I will say, you know, when, when, when Brian and Ashley got married, uh, <laughs> I don't even think you were there yet, and I was standing outside on the steps watching the cars come in, and a woman pulled up, and she got out of her car, and she goes, Brian! She starts waving at me, and I was like... Yeah, that was my aunt, me, me? <laughs> my aunt Fatima. She's talking to me. My aunt Fatima was him. I was like, great. Yeah. I'm always. And, and here's the thing. That day specifically, I mean, 
in the wedding photos, us together side by side, all cleaned up and decked out. We look nothing alike. No, but just in that right, moment that right. she said that, I was like, just, just reaffirmed well, that, everybody's been saying over all these years. And then when Daniel started being able to talk, Kathy yeah, showed a well, picture yeah. of me, I and Daniel was like, yeah. Daddy! Yeah, I, I don't like, want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I might actually be Daniel's father. Well, we don't know. Don't it's know. quite possible. My, hey, none of my kids look Only like Portuguese me. people have Aunt Fatima's. Yeah, that's true. Well, if you want to get into Portuguese, my father is Manny, my mother's Maria. Oh, man. So, I mean, Manny, Manny Maria, and Fatima. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am the Prince of Portugal, just FYI. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, you get cast as Kaniki, and uh, that's your first encore show. And, and uh, Actually, let's do this, because there is some stuff I want to talk about about that. But your first show. Um, we'll take a quick break, we'll come back, and we'll get more into uh, you know Greece and some of the other shows that we've done at the Encore Repertory Company with Brian Lopes. We'll be back right after this. And we are back talking to Brian Lopes, reminiscing about the uh, the old days of 2008, where he first came, and we actually the first time we met yes. uh, at the Alcohol Repertory Company doing a uh, production of Grease. Um, so you get cast as Kaniki. Yes. Um, what is your impression of that production? I mean, first time being there, you know, from the actor's standpoint. I mean, being a newbie to the company, what what's going through your mind? It was actually really, really. I'm not trying to kiss anybody's ass. It was really oh, no, well I'll, done. I'll drop Aww. my drawers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was really well done. Like, Kathy was choreographing it, and I remember going to choreography rehearsals and just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> she worked Why am I hard. sweating my balls off? Yeah, Those dances were hard. not fun. They were the, awesome, though. They were great, but they, they were, were not fun to do for a kid with asthma. Mm -hmm. um, but no, it's... There was one dance in particular that Brian had a hard time with. Listen. And we like to call it the uh, the lawnmower because they were doing, it was during Grease Lightning. Uh, it was Grease, Grease Lightning. Lightning. Grease yeah. Lightning and they're all on the car and they're supposed to do this thing where they, they kind of like do oh, this yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. literally yeah. looks like they're reaching like down, grabbing the cord and starting a lawnmower. And Brian just was having a hard time. I, no, it wasn't Wait, that I had I a hard wait. time. It was that I did it. You it early. I did it a move early while everybody else is doing, every, doing the other yeah. move. And my, my defense was it's my song. I'm the lead. The audience won't know. They'll be like, oh, he's supposed to do his own thing here. I'm that was my mouth. defense. That's bullshit. I no, know it was bullshit, <laughs> but that blowing. was my defense when people asked. So I was like, no, no, no. That's what I'm supposed, supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's, that's actually also the uh, the first time I got to meet Ashley. That's right. My beautiful, right. beautiful wife. Your, your who wife. I thought was a complete fucking loser. And she <laughs> thought I was a complete douchebag asshole. So wait, wait. Great. Neither of those are true? <laughs> no. no. Sorry. No, I am a douchebag asshole. fucking kill me. She's <laughs> not a loser. She might cut me. You're done. She, she would. She's not a loser. I'm still a douchebag asshole. But she learned to love that douchebag okay, asshole. Okay, so now... Um, First time you guys are working together on the show, she's Jan. Mm -hmm. She's playing Jan. So it's not like you two are love interests nope. at all. You know, okay. you're with who do you have? Oh, Rizzo, and yep. she's with um, was it? I know it was Dan, but I'm yeah. who we play. Not you. Yeah. Sang Mooning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Putsy. Putz. Putsy. No, no, that was, no. That was um. Oh, I cannot think of who we played. Anyway, so you guys aren't romantic no. in this. However, you guys... We get to talking. You get to talking, you're hanging yeah. out and stuff like that. So that was that was good. We got to know each other a little bit better. She found out I'm not completely an asshole. I'm actually somewhat funny. She got my sense of humor. Um, my sense of humor is very sarcastic. No, um, I wouldn't... I wouldn't yeah. think. 
Maybe you guys are brothers. Ah, shut your face. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, it's one of those things I grew up. I grew up in a very ball busty house, mm. so everything was sarcastic and ball busty. That's how. That's mm. how we know if we're gonna like you. If if you can't deal with that for like a week, then we're not gonna be friends. <laughs> and frankly, I don't have the time for you anyway. So, but you know, she hated me. I was pretty much indifferent to her. I thought, meh, whatever. And we got to talking during rehearsals. We got, you know, we got, you know, to know each other better. So mm-hmm. that was good. And that, um, was, that was a great cast, too. It was a very, it was very close-knit very cast. You know, everybody cast. was really friendly. Yeah. And, uh, um, but, yeah, so we that's where, I guess, you could say the romance started blooming. At that time, I was still dating You're still the cunt rag. vampire syphilis. Yes, syphilis vampire <laughs> cunt rag. She'll never listen to this, so that's fine. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna send her a link. Oh yeah, definitely. I want to find her now and be like, "Hey, yeah. we were talking nice about you." Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> at this point, you have hammering comments matter. to say. You know what? You should really listen right. in here. <laughs> I, you know, I was impressed. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but no, it, it was great. We started to get to know each other, and that was that was a good time. So, so now, you guys, do you guys start dating during that show, or I mean, are you just <laughs> hanging out? Um, there's the story of us making out in the Applebee's parking lot for yeah, a everybody good hour. Knows that fucking story. <laughs> for about an hour after the cast party one night, um, Wait, and then you could you could spend you an confirm hour or deny that that me. happened. Did I confirm that today. Wait, so, so you could you could spend an hour on this podcast explaining to me what the hell do you do for an hour just making out like? Don't you remember those like, days? You get the bluest of balls possible. <laughs> you go home and you touch yourself. Seriously, on end. We're we're fucking old and married and we have too many kids so and now it's like yeah we're gonna do this yeah, yeah, I guess like, so. what's kissing I mean I can't remember the last time I kissed or made out made out <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but uh, yeah you don't remember when you could make out for like an hour or close to it oh, I remember those days no, I'm, I'm very old. young I'm old very as young I'm old for that shit but uh, yeah a couple days later I was like oh, I'm still kind of dating this chick and she was apparently very upset oh. about it oh yeah my Harrison my Harrison my Harrison actually told her like fuck oh, that guy he's God. a douchebag fuck him <laughs> that is kind of a douche move it is it is um, I, I remember I'm, catching wind of it too going oh really oh that uh, sucks yeah I'm not, I wasn't a good person apparently um um, I've gotten better, I think. I, and you could have given her syphilis. I could have. <laughs> I've been spending the, my, the rest of my life trying to make it up at this point. Oh, um, but yeah, so then we actually met each other again at the very next show. That right, I did. so the next show comes up, uh, Bye Bye Birdie, right? Yep. And that was Dave's. Dave Gorgon. Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah. That was the incident. We've yeah. talked about that several times. Oh, God, yeah. That's who, who choreographer? <sighs> had to be Kathy. Was it Kathy? I think so. I, think right. it was, I don't yeah. think Megan was doing a lot. No, I think it was yeah. Kathy. Yeah, Megan comes along um, <laughs> around rentish. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. Bye bye, ready was a blast. Uh, Dave actually during Greece asked me, right, like, "Are you auditioning?" Right. He was right. stage. That's he right. was stage. He stage managed me from Greece. Uh, yeah. He uh, he asked. He's like, "Oh, you gonna audition for Bye Bye Birdie?" I'm like, "Oh, I did that in high school. I'd let, love to do." Let it me just again. say real quick. Last time, last episode, uh, we talked about you know uh, production teams and stuff yeah. like that, and we had mentioned how uh, a shit job was being a stage manager. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Dave Gorgon was a great stage manager because he was so anal retentive and I love that about him you know he was really particular he had all his shit together he was a great stage manager yeah he was really good to work with 
Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you. Yeah. You, so so Dave asked me during Greece, he's like, "Are you gonna audition for Bye Bye Birdie?" And I was like, "I I think so. I mean, I like the theater company. You know, nobody hates. Had my a guts. good experience. Yeah. So nobody had hated my guts yet. Well, because the Ashy thing happened afterwards. <laughs> right. Right. So <laughs> at that point, I'm like, nobody hates me here yet. Right. It doesn't seem. But I was like, yeah, I'll audition for it. And you um, fix that. Yep, yeah, I fixed that problem quick. <laughs> but uh, then I auditioned for Bye Bye Birdie, which was really fun. Have you ever gone to an audition and you're like? I think I'm getting this role, but in the back of your head, you're like, this is too good to be true. I've never had that happen. No, I always know I'm going to get the role that I understand. Well, it's funny, because I went the first night, he asked me to come back for the second night, and the second night, it was me and about four or five other guys. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but when we were they were casting that show, um, they were short guys. They were. Because that's the only reason I got involved with that production, yeah, they were was because uh, on the second night, I happened to be there, and... They didn't have enough guys. Yeah, <clears throat> which might have been one of the reasons, but I'm going to take it as I was so good. <laughs> yeah. um, That's right. I get pulled into that too. Mm. Yeah, they were really short on yeah. guys. Yeah. But I literally sat on that stage for about 45 minutes reading Albert alongside numerous other mamas, yeah. numerous other roses. I'm like, if I don't get cast as Albert, <laughs> I am going to flip. <laughs> like, no. Let me tell you something. You no, know, thanks for helping us out. Have a good night. Go for yourself. Have a good that night. is also a director's trick sometimes I'm not saying all the time to knock somebody off their high horse somebody who thinks they're fucking awesome you will keep them up there all night long reading for one part that they (laughs) think they're gonna get and then give them something else or nothing at all oh yeah that's happened I'm not gonna lie to you I I like that I like Mm. that that's like yeah, I can get on board with that. Well, see, that's why I'm glad Dave was the director because Dave's not a douchebag. Yeah. Dave wasn't a douchebag like Fred would be. Uh, God rest his soul. But yeah, yeah. Um, but no, Dave was great. He was great to work with. Um, that my happened. favorite rehearsal was the uh, gentleman pronunciation oh, rehearsal. Fuck. Okay, let's talk Emphasis about that. On the wrong so, level. So Dave, <laughs> for those people who don't know, Dave Gorgon, um, super nice guy. Uh, he was very particular. He was also a speech therapist. He was, he was. He was a speech therapist. And he was very particular about the way things were going to be said in his production. And we were all in the warehouse. It was a warehouse rehearsal for some reason. And we were kind of, it was the old warehouse, yep. um, which is no longer standing. And we were all kind of cheered in a cir- half circle. And oh, it was the weirdest thing. We were sitting there, and we're going over. Wasn't the whole script, but it was like particular lead lines, lines, yeah. lead lines that he wanted to go over. And Mr. McAfee, who I got cast as one, why I'm cast as a lead in a musical is beyond me because that's the last place I should be at any given time. Well, I think it's because you fit old grumpy man I very well. Was. I think it was it's that sarcasm <laughs> and that sharp wit. You know, uh, it definitely wasn't for the singing or the talent or the talent of the voice. <laughs> 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 but uh, we were sitting in that circle, and you know, um, Mr. McAfee stands up and he says, "Gentlemen," and because he's about to launch into this big tirade, this yep. big monologue, and uh, I don't know why, but for like 25 minutes. I had to say that line over and over again because apparently I wasn't. Your shit. Dude, I did. <laughs> I, apparently, I wasn't getting the inflection right the way he thought. He literally, he would say it. I would repeat it exactly how he said it, and he would say I said it wrong. I, I, I was beside. I was losing my shit. I was beside myself. Maybe that it was would, like this. this is like, literally, this is how it went. Gentlemen, no, no, no. It's like this. Gentlemen. Isn't that what I just did? No, it's like this. Gentlemen, now you do it. 
gentlemen? <laughs> it goes on for 25 well, minutes. I think, this was, was, I think this was his thing, though. Like, I think, you know, we were talking about the audition. He put people in their place. He's figuring, yeah. you know what? Fred was a director. I'm, I'm going to fuck, fuck with this with guy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, it wasn't that, because they also had, uh, the, I yeah, think it was the character's name, the young kid, and he has to say... Uh, she's my steady, and That's literally right. went through uh, every Hugo. Quote yeah, played Hugo. Every every word. My got, steady. He's my steady. She he's, is my steady. Yeah. My steady. <laughs> and oh, god. oh my god, an entire it was it was like the most frustrating. And I don't think any of my lines been. he had to go over, and I was just like, oh thank god. Yeah. Oh no. It thank was, god, because I would shoot myself. Totally lost my shit. <laughs> it, it, here's the thing, you know. Unfortunately, Dave Gorgon passed yes. away uh, shortly after that yeah. show. Yeah. Um, and there used to be a restaurant, which unfortunately that restaurant's not there anymore. There's, uh, it was um, the Hearth and Kettle in Attleboro. Um, oh, yeah, they've yeah. recently torn it down. <laughs> but if you've ever gone there, um, before you walk into the restroom, there is a giant plaque mounted to the wall that says, Gentleman. Gentleman. And I think of him, I thought of him every time I went in there. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad yeah. thing, but yeah. Just, Gentleman? But that was one of those quirky things. Oh, it's like... it was so bizarre. <sighs> it's shit like that that makes you go, why am I coming back to this company? <laughs> That's the weirdest thing ever. But no, that was a great show. You yeah. played Albert Peterson. I did. Um, you were opposite Amanda Palmer. Yes. Who we've really. had, obviously, on the podcast. She was our first three episodes. Um, you guys were great together. Now I got to ask you, because everybody that's been involved in that show that we've talked to, where were you when it happened? When the set came crashing down? Uh, it actually, me you and Amanda had, had just, just walked off, off stage, right? Literally had just walked off stage. Because it was we, your office. Yes, that, it was the office that came crashing, came crashing down. down. We finished our scene, we got our stuff, we were heading off stage, as soon as we hit the wing, we just heard the loud crash and smash, turned around and saw the set just so, on. I don't remember, I, I remember coming to the top of the stairs, getting to the top, and asking someone where we were at. I don't know if it was you guys, because you were on that same side, yeah. or if there was a stagehand there, or another actor or something, because the kids were getting ready to go yeah. off for telephone, or were out for telephone yeah. hour. But uh, yeah, so you were in the wing when that happened. Yeah, we literally oh, God, just hit the wing. Like if we had exited, if we were slow getting off, we probably would have gotten crushed by that set. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. So oh, it was yeah. one of those lucky things. And good thing Tara had her little window set because yeah, that yeah, piece that brace fell right on it. We've got yeah. all these people that did that show and remember it. We need to make like a, a made for TV reproduction. <laughs> it's like the JFK assassination. Just like a really cheap like, right? can, we, can we do it in black and white? Yeah. Like a little, and it makes sure uh, it has like all the scratches yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. style 8mm. <laughs> a dark cold day. <laughs> But it's like yeah, the JFK assassination, 9-11, and the yeah, day of the yeah. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. where yeah. you were those days? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. That was scary. So that was that, scary. That was. That was in, in theater, that the first time something like that ever happened that you were involved in? Or have you ever been involved um, in something like that? That major, yes. I know in yeah. college they did Oklahoma that I was like teching, mm -hmm. and part of one of the guy's things that spun his roof came down, but it was a roof that was probably the size of, you know, like a poster, sure. so it wasn't anything that was gonna hurt anybody. Gotcha. But anything like, yeah, that was the first time yeah, that, that ever happened. Major. That's that, 16, that's creepy. Sixteen feet up in the air. It, it could have killed someone. Oh, definitely. Oh, that would fall on someone. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But uh, it, was little, it was a little chaotic. It was a little chaotic. But we cleaned it up within like five, ten minutes. I don't think I've ever seen your mother move so fast. She was like the flash getting oh, on that. That's set. the most memorable part of that for <laughs> me is, is her reaction. No, not just her reaction, but Dave, I, I I vividly oh, remember Dave Gorgones walking across the stage. It was kind of like when you're watching a movie and like a train has just crashed and his body's everywhere like and shock. it's like that one person yep. in shock just yep. walking around not knowing what to do with themselves. That was that was him. Yeah. And I remember seeing that 
and thinking to myself, why isn't he doing something? He's the director. He should be getting everybody situated. That's kind of when I jumped into action, and yeah. closed the curtain, got everybody off stage, cleaned it up, and then whoop, up yep. it went and yep. finished the and, show. You know, God bless Tara Feely because she—I yeah. know she got hit pretty Kelsey hard. Kelsey Massaro. Um, yeah, and they just—they went on. Yeah, they, they kept they going. The they show. plugged through. They the were show. a little shooken up, but they got through it. So we all have memory of it now. <laughs> and that's also the show where I dumped the uh, the syphilitic vampire. Got rid of the vamp. Yep. yep. And me and Ashley started dating after that show. Very nice. shortly after. Nice, nice, nice. Now she was in that show also. She was. She played the um, Gloria Rasputin. Right? Gloria. That's she was so freaking funny. She's Who's yeah. the mother? Was it Foley? Foley was the mother. Foley was the mother. She was mad. You know, I gotta say, as much as I don't feel like I should have been in that show, that was a great cast. It was. It, it was, was a really I mean, good cast. There was, I think that was Gian's first show with us. Gian no, he did Grease. Oh, that's right. He was in Greece. He was in Greece because I remember Adam right, knocked him right. off the bleachers almost. That's right, but he was—he was small. He was yeah. a small guy Young for his man. age. He was and, uh, and chubby. Yeah, and he—he he played my son, and then uh, Melissa, yep. your wife, became my wife for that show. <laughs> oh, did she? <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> every time like I went you. off, <laughs> every time I went off note, she let me know because during Ed Sullivan, she had her arm around me, and I would start to sing, and as soon as I started to waver, she'd squeeze me and get me back. <laughs> Which I thank her for, but at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck? I know I can't say I shouldn't be up here anyway. You know, and she's like a, she's a perfectionist. Oh, she is a perfectionist. She, she helped me out a lot on that show, because I wouldn't have been able to get through it without her. Yeah. Seriously. Because uh, oh, I'm definitely not a singer. Um, so you guys, yeah, you and Ashley get together. Um, and the Bye Bye Birdie. Again, that was, that was a fun show. You had a locker fall on you. We've talked about that before. Yeah, uh, you, that was you the end the, of my acting. You were in the mod scene. Uh, you were one of the, the well, singers That's, at the that's bar, why I was asking right? who was the uh, choreographer for that because... It was Kathy. Yeah, I, m I remember I was supposed to just... And she sucked Dave, you into the no, Dave, Dave pitched it to me. He's like, he's like, hey, I just, you know, I'm short on guys. I just need you to stand at a bar. Like, I know you can do that. And I'm like, bar? Of course I can. Is there real drinks? <laughs> Is it going to be real booze? Yeah, so, and I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And I showed up to the rehearsal, and he's like, oh, it's just this little piece that you got to do in the bar scene. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I see Kathy, and, and she's like, all right, we're going to do our dancer. And I'm like, a what? <laughs> like, I don't Isn't dance. Isn't that always the yeah, way? And I had to, like, get you. you get asked to do one thing, Wait. and then you do it from the other and, like, and you say you don't dance. I don't dance, <laughs> and like I had to she hold, I had to hold Amanda Palmer over my head with Mike Harrison <laughs> and doing spins and John St. Martin, John St. Martin, Dave, Dave was yeah. in that scene too. I yep. thought I was gonna get yeah. a little car, yeah. Shriner scene, right? Like, fuck. <laughs> a little car, a little car <laughs> and booze. Fez had a car. Yeah, and I didn't get any of that. Just dancing and so uh, bye bye birdie raps, and then we move into Willy Wonka. Yes, that was fun. now Willy Wonka for me was a lot of fun because. As a director, that's the first time I did something unusual for me. Usually I'm like to the script and I don't make a lot of funny changes. But I was like, if I'm going to do that show, I said I wanted to cast, you know, the adults as kids and the kids as adults, meaning like the bratty kids and their yeah. family. Because we kept a young Charlie and an older Grandpa Joe. I said, but like Mike TV, Veruca Salt, um, Augustus Glute, and um, Violet. Violet. I wanted them all to be kids playing adults and adults playing kids, which was the original idea until Cheryl Dupree auditioned, and she was so freaking funny that I let her be the only real adult yeah. in that combination because her and Mike Harrison together as a yeah, was, group was hysterical. But you ended up playing Mike TV. I did. That was fun. That, that was, was a fun. fun. We got to fun. shrink you. Got to shrink me. <laughs> I almost died three nights in a row doing that show because I forget who had to spin me on that television oh, at the I end, know, right. but I know it came literally a cunt hair away from going off the stage 
That was a, that was a tough tech show. That was a I, I tech that. show. It was. No, I, did this, no I spun you. You were one of the spinners? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. You were on tech because yeah, you and I, I was, were in the I freaking tech and I did the, the I did the boat. I did. No, no, it was two of the actors. It was my mom and uh, the guy. The Nick Gollin. He's, he's talking about. I'm, he's not talking about at the end when they no, no, shrink. No, I'm talking about, he's talking about the end of his song where they spun oh, no, it. Yeah, on the television. No, no, no. It was, no, you were on the unit. It was yes. Nick Gollin and I think Carrie Langelier. Yes. She was they a spun me. But Nick Gollin went so fast and he came literally inches from the edge of that stage. I'm like, if this TV goes off and I end up in the bed, I am going to murder somebody. Every night I feared for my life. That was a big old style TV, too. Yeah, it was. That whole, that was a big tech show. It was a huge tech show. Plus, we had the flying. Your giant tube. The the Augustus two for Augustus, yeah, yeah. we had the flying, we had the uh, the Wonkavator, yeah. um, that the egg, freaking the egg candy boat, things, like all those yeah. pieces, the, the the squirrel, yeah, the squirrel, thing yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Kathy pulled on, oh yeah, yeah I remember nuts. a lot of that was just like big costume wow, show too. That's mm -hmm. coolest part though. I gotta give props to. Um, Jen Jolker and Athena's home novelties yeah, cool. supplied us with the chocolate scent that we pumped gotcha. out into the audience at the beginning of Act <laughs> Two. Oh my God, that was so cool! Yeah, that was neat. Well, her kid was in the show. Uh, Gabe, Gabe yeah. was uh, one yeah. of the Olympus, yeah. yeah. and Curtis was working backstage with us. She gave gift bags after oh, for yeah, the tech crew. Hey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was a fun show. That was, that a, was fun a fun show. show. That was my first experience with what has now been dubbed a French show. <laughs> Anything that has large technical oh, yeah. and flying is Greece, a French show. Even though I directed yeah. Greece was a stationary set. Yeah. Hardly any. Yeah. And then Bye Bye Birdie yeah. was basically the same and thing. And Birdie was Dave's show. So this so. is my first uh, first experience with a quote unquote French show <laughs> which is now known. Yeah, yeah that's uh, everybody. I do, I do big shows. I can't help it. <laughs> hey. Do it big or go home. That's that's my philosophy. You know, fuck it. If you're not gonna do it big, why bother doing it at all? Friends of Texas. My wife, I know, right? Uh, Friends of Texas of Rhode Island Community Theater. What's that? You're the Texas of Rhode Island Community oh, Theater. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so we do um, Willy Wonka, and then uh, you end up doing your good man Charlie Brown. Yes, with. Uh, with uh, John Brennan. Yes, th thank you. I couldn't remember his last name. My first sound show. That was your first sound oh, show. Oh, God, John Brennan. I designed the set for that show. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was that a was good experience. Fun or interesting? I use those words kind of loosely. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with interesting. 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 John was definitely yeah. an interesting he was character. director. He was character. He was an interesting director. Things yeah. were awkward sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. A little bit. Uh, yeah, his stage manager was insane. We've talked about her. Oh, oh yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. crazy batshit bat crazy is yeah. the term. We I have use a for funny her. story about her. Me and Ashley. She didn't get offered to do something for you guys. She literally Facebook messaged Ashley and I, demanding to know why we had her blacklisted. You know, what? I remember this. We vague, don't like, have. I do I'm like. That. I'm glad it was that after she it was after Charlie Brown. Yeah, I'm I'm she like, was so crazy in Charlie Brown. Yeah. She wanted to do something else after that. Yeah, I don't know if it was one of the Christmas carols or yeah, something. You guys but denied she, it. No, yeah. it, it was it was Christmas Carol because it was originally was it yeah because it had to have been Christmas Carol because I think I had originally gotten hired to do Christmas Carol, but ended up doing. Uh, Charlie Brown first because gotcha. you didn't have a sound guy. Right. So uh, Muriel had called me and was like, hey, I know that we had booked you for Christmas Carol to be your first show, but 
can you do Charlie Brown? And I remember all the craziness with that. Oh my God, that was insane. But yeah, she she literally messaged me, very passive aggressively messaged me and Ashley yeah. demanded to know why we had a blacklist. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have you, that power. I wish I did. Oh my God. If anything, you did it to yourself, I would crazy have, bitch. I would have had every lead in every she show because I just would have been like, yeah. sorry, you can't be on our show. Yeah, no, she was, she's just insane. <laughs> I'm like, I've been oh here my God. this company she for two years. She fought with me over that freaking couch. <laughs> the couch is too big. Um, it's supposed to be big. It's Charlie Brown. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember. I think John Brennan originally wanted to be a minimal set again. Oh, what which, did he want? Just a few boxes? Well, we, we, well no, I guess he wanted Snoopy we, just to wear a hat with yeah. ears. We and, talked about that before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the was costume. Very awkward. Was, was t-shirts on the on he was the very characters much a, and yeah, yeah. yeah he's very with much ears. a minimalist. He's because I heard he that got he through that show. He did the same thing in Rent. I hear he well, wanted he to tried be minimal, but then they gave him the boot. Gave him the boot. But uh, I remember seeing that show. It's not one of my favorite shows. Um, I'm not a super huge fan of it. I'm not a if kids are doing it, I mean, I get the concept that it's supposed to be adults playing kids. Yes. I get yeah, that. I'm not but a if, Peanuts fan, though. So yeah. Well, yeah. See, I don't yeah. mind the Peanuts. All the little... It's just, it's just like... Yeah. A, it, that's the thing. It's like a show of lots of little... Yeah, there's no, there's no yeah, like, main storyline. No, right, right, just right. all just... We're take little there's tidbits stuff, and put it, together. The, the new Peanuts movie was the same way. They just tied a whole bunch of old stories together. The only thing I like is like the Red Baron scene. Yeah, yeah. Which on on the stage version isn't even that big of a scene no. because you can't really make the thing fly around like they did in the cartoons or whatever. Mm -hmm. you know? I like. I'm sure if it was a French show, we would have found a yeah. way to do it. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I designed that set. Uh, Steve Olson built that set, um, and I remember being in the warehouse because I was I was pretty impressed with the small things that we were able to come up with. It wasn't a very big set. Um, the, the biggest piece was that couch, and they were all upset that the couch was so big. I'm like, but it's supposed to be yeah, big. Yeah. It, you're supposed to be able to pull things out of the cushions and, <laughs> and, and make it look it's like a Galaga show, you know? And Galaga did that big routine where you pull all stuff out. Plus, it was, was supposed to be these tiny yeah, kids. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. Can't really yeah, so make it. Yeah, whatever. Size. They were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, you end up doing um, Miss Saigon the first time Encore does it. That's yes. right. You played John. John. That's right. You played John. Another funny story. I have a lot of funny stories with Encore. <laughs> things happen with the people. I was actually cast as engineer originally. Were you really? I was. I was cast as the engineer. Now, Eric DeNoyer was the director. Was the director, yes. Okay. He cast me as engineer. We went to the first rehearsal. Oh, I think I know this story. Um, And he's like... Listen, we really don't have anybody to play John. We need somebody to play John. I, I didn't know the show from mm. a hole in the wall. It's like, we really need somebody to play John. Would you mind playing John while we find a more ethnic and different engineer? And I was like, that's fine. I really didn't I didn't know the show that well. So then they found Neil, <laughs> who was great. Um, but yeah, so I, then I ended up playing John. So, yeah. Then, they offered him the role, and then they were like... And they snatched it yeah, away. Yeah. We, we, we're we're going to ask you to do this away. other thing instead. That's that's ballsy. That was, and, and that you know was, I'm going to say that's that's a tough call for a director to make, but that, that, that's ballsy. Well, it's basically saying, you know what, now that we've seen you in a different light, you're way too white. <laughs> yeah. You're just way too white. Uh, Neil was older. He and, was older. And whiter. White. <laughs> yeah, whiter. Was. But uh, I guess his, his thing that he told me, whether it's true or not, is that they, they really had nobody vocally who could sing We Doi For John. the way he yeah. wanted it yeah, yeah, yeah. sung. So they asked me to do it because I know they wanted to do it higher because I know they you can end, end the number with a decently high note and then there's an alternate note, which sure. is like stupidly high. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I could do the note. So they asked me to 
play John because they had nobody else well, to say. Well, I remember it. seeing it and you playing that part, and it was fantastic. It was, that a, great, was, it was a great that show. That was an amazing show. It you was. great in that part. Yeah. And not to um, toot my own horn, I was nominated for Best uh, best Supporting Character in, in Motif. Oh, that was that the year. Motif? Boop, boop. Motif Award. Hong Kong. I never follow any of that Motif stuff. Yeah, neither do I. Neither do I until I get nominated. Then I'm like, no, this is the greatest thing it. in the world. Because like, isn't like one of those, like, basically, you all your buddies to vote? Yeah, kind that's of basically thing. all yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. If you can get enough of your friends to vote for you, you'll yeah. win. That's how it works. <laughs> I mean, come on. I think we've talked about this before. You, you know my yeah, feeling on this. Except for when I won. Except for when I won one. Oh, yeah. I didn't win for that role. I won it for another role. Okay. And we know that he doesn't have a lot of friends to vote for. Exactly. Sorry, it was so legit. I won that on pure <laughs> nomination alone. Um, but no, that Miss Saigon show, I remember. That, that was, was really, really good. good. Really well. Yeah, and you, that was, that Eric was had a lot of big ideas for he that did. show. He, he did a lot the on The false proscenium was ridiculous. He built those. a lot of that himself, too. And then we got like, the Trini Trinity Lights. Yeah, um, Nate Wheatley. <sighs> name I just pulled out of my ass. I remember. It's because it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, he, li I think he worked for Trinity. Yeah. And he, uh, yep. he borrowed like 30 lights, yeah. which at the time was like four times the amount of lights of what we already had in the theater yeah. and he literally had them on like the side tab poles yep. he had them everywhere that place was jam-packed with light it was the most lighting we've ever had at one yeah. time and it was fin yeah, it, 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 was show. it was awesome it was, it was dark I mean a lot of the lighting was done dark but because yeah, yeah. there was so much of it until the helicopter awesome. came out and the you couldn't see shit because we were blinded yeah that, that was helicopter cool. was because cool. cool. they did the nice two big giant halogen yeah. lights underneath yeah they and just blinded that audience I don't know if they I can't remember and maybe you'll know did they light inside the chopper or did they put a light on it because you could see the chopper even though yeah. those halogen lights were so bright because i remember they painted a guy yeah, in there. inside i think yeah. they lit it from above they lit it from above because you could see, well the thing was spinning that's yeah. probably where the light was coming from they had a spinning unit yep. that they hit with the light yeah. and it literally looked like yeah. it was I'll a, say a rotating I know there wasn't anything blade. inside because the, right. the actors had to actually climb up these set of stairs right. get into the chopper and then we went out the black the behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's got to be like the most impressive that was community impressive. theater chopper, chopper. from Saigon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands down. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so pretty cool. Um, but that show, I, and that was my first time I'd ever seen Miss Saigon. Yep. So I didn't even know. I mean, I knew of it. Yeah. Kathy had told my wife told me about it a bunch. Um, and it was fantastic. It was so good. And that was, that's Ashley's number one like favorite show ever, Miss Saigon. So you uh, take a break from Encore for a little bit. Well, not a little bit, a show, and you go and you do JCS with um, TheaterWorks. Yes. But the funny thing about that is, even though you're doing it with TheaterWorks, you're still doing it at the Stadium Theater. Yes. Because that's where they performed That's where they performed it. Um, and with that, it was JCS since the time I was a kid. Since the time I was in high school, I loved the music for JCS. Mm -hmm. It's a rock opera. It's phenomenal music. Phenomenally well done. And I know you don't like the Jesus-y type shows. I'm going to tell you what. Until... Megan did JCS, which we'll get to later yeah. on. No, I'm not a fan of those shows at all. She made me love that show. The and the thing about great. The, yeah, the, the thing about that awesome. show too is like you can take it doesn't it doesn't beat you over the head with like God stuff. It doesn't. It's, it's not like Godspell. No. Oh my God, I hang myself. Yeah, Godspell. it's literally just a story it's about two weird. friends mm. who just have a disagreement over time, and then mm -hmm. that that whole relationship that gets torn. Mm. Um, but I had the opportunity to either audition for that. It's or not a God show. It just ends with the crucifixion, crucifixion. of Christ on but, stage. But they never that's show right. him. That's just how they would right. punish people. Then it never right. showed him resurrecting. Mm -hmm. They never touched on that. It wasn't like we're going to resurrect him. It just showed him. They never crucified. made him a zombie. <laughs> the, the zombie Jesus didn't come out with. Easter Bunny and some eggs. Um, Easter Bunny was resurrected too? Yeah, yeah, he was a zombie. So what they did was when they the snapped Jesus' head back, um, 
Kenny the Eggs came out of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I had a choice between that and Rent. And I was like, JCS, I love that show. I'm really never going to ever get a chance to do that show again. So I passed up auditioning for Rent, which uh, Luann at the time was producing Rent, and I was, was working the door. And I remember her coming up to me numerous times asking me, why am I not auditioning? Why can't you audition? You should audition. You should audition. And I, I remember looking that. her in the that. eye and saying, you don't have a Roger, do you? Because all I could hear, because you can hear people singing, sure. all it was was mark after mark after mark. I think wow. I heard one or two Rogers, mm. and I know one of them for a fact was off-key the whole song. So I just looked at her like, you have no Roger, and you want me to play Roger. To which she said, I don't know what you're talking about, but maybe you should audition for Roger. <laughs> and, she, and she calmly walked back downstairs. Now, if you were going to audition for that show, is that the role you would have gone for? I would have went for Mark, but after seeing Brendan Duquette do such a great job with it, yeah, I that that's great. the part I wanted. Mm. My voice is very much more suited sure. to play Roger because sure. I have more of that rasp rock kind of thing going mm -hmm. in my voice. But, I mean, I would... Don't get me wrong. If somebody goes, do you want to play one of these two leads? Sure. I'm not going to go, no, that's not the one I wanted. Go fuck yourself. I'm going home. But at the time, right. I was like, ah, JCS or Rent. I'm like, I don't know if anybody is ever going to do JCS again around here. So uh, it's my dream show. I'm going to do it. it. So I went for it. And that bit me in the ass. Uh, Who'd you end up playing? I played Judas. You did play Judas. I played that's Judas. Right. That's actually the year I won the that's Motif Mag. Motif. Now, I didn't see that production because, again, not something I would have gone to see because yeah. I'm not a Jesus freak. Um, I'd see some photos, though. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was weird. Different. Dirty Jesus. Um, Dirty Jesus. <laughs> Dirty Jesus. Yep. In uh, uh, Greg. Greg. Greg Bonin ended up playing. Um, he was Pilot. Pilot. Pilot, right? Yeah, and he was uh, phenomenal. Yeah. Very intimidating vocally. Who played Jesus for them? That would be Ed Benjamin. That was Ed Benjamin. Yes, Dirty Jesus, <laughs> as we called him. And you know who else was in that show? Um, Al Albert Bouvier. Uh, Albert Bouvier. Bouvier. Yeah, yeah, Albert yeah, Bouvier was in that show. He was in that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Albert Bouvier. Yeah. He actually still has the uh, the picture in his. As well. Yep, I've seen <laughs> nice, it in his videos. Nice. I'm like, there yeah, I am, yeah, there right are. above his bed. That's awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so you do you do Jesus Christ Superstar, and then you bounce back over to Encore to do Producers. Yes, that was phenomenal. First and show with Aiden, and he's phenomenal. That's right. And who do you play in Producers? I played Franz Liebken. Dream right. role. I yeah, played a, a Nazi. Anybody a who knows role. me that's knows I love making awesome. Nazi jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was sorry, I'm like, where are you going with that? <laughs> yeah, right. Anyone that knows me <laughs> knows that deep down I'm with the Scheisler board. <laughs> I am actually a, a Nazi supporter now. Um, no, but I love making politically incorrect jokes. Everybody sure. who knows me knows I love making Nazi jokes. That so. was so funny. That was a I great remember role. That was funny. Um, I got to do some tech on that show. Obviously, we've talked about that in the past. Um, and being around to catch a lot of that, that was great. It's yeah. a good show. John McElroy was phenomenal as Max. He was, yeah, him and Aiden. Aiden, Aiden they yeah. were a perfect pair. That yeah, was great. They were great together. So, yeah, that was good. I always found fun. it funny that Franz Liebkin intimidated Max Bialystok, but I was literally John's half size. <laughs> and I was like, I must yeah. be that fucking crazy yeah. then. So, which definitely makes you amp up your performance when you're like, I'm obviously not physically intimidating to this man, so I have to be crazy as shit. <laughs> so, so, that was great. Um, yeah, Producers was a huge show. I remember that was that was yeah. another one of those shows where costumes, um, were costumes. Yeah, I helped with a little bit of the set design just because we had either purchased or rented some pieces and whatever we didn't have, I kind of helped, uh, you know, round out. Uh, and I got to do the tech on that show as well. That was that was a good show. That was that good. Was, you guys were really show. funny. So Producers wraps. Now we're in 2011, and you end up doing Christmas Carol. Yes, that, I believe that was Ashley's Christmas Carol. It was Ashley's Christmas Carol. Yes. You played Fred. I played Nephew Fred, yes. Yeah. That, that was fun. Um, 
And I did it again. I don't like to audition for Ashley's shows whenever she directs. Mm. I don't want there to be any thought of nepotism whatsoever. Please. Me and my wife have been doing this for years. She auditions for me all the time. And if one person came up to me and was like, oh, she got that part because she's your wife, I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> but at the same time, it was Ashley's first show directing. Sure, sure. So I didn't want that to be any kind of an gotcha. issue. Yeah, I can understand So that. I was like, you know, I'm just going to not audition for the show. Trust me, those days are long gone. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's going to be like, fuck off. <laughs> Well, it's become a running theme with Ashley's shows where I don't audition and she comes home and she tells me, this is what you're playing. This is what I need you to play. So, oh. I actually have a couple That's times. That's good, though. You don't have to do any, yeah. like, the work to That's audition. Nice. But uh, I, I might have auditioned for that one. I don't think I did, but she came and she's like, listen, we had nobody, so you need to audition. <laughs> I don't know if she forced me. I don't remember if she forced me to audition the second night or if it was one of those things she came home and like, went, look, we don't have a Fred. We don't right. have any Fred, so you're playing Fred. It's hard to get people to audition for Christmas Carol. Yeah, we can, talked well, here's about the it. thing: you can only do it so many times. Yeah, well, it's it's Christmas Carol, so the people who don't usually go out for the big musicals because they're not musically inclined are usually the ones who go out for the Christmas Carol. Those who cannot act, Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> no, the actors will go for it. Those who cannot sing, yeah, okay, Christmas okay, Carol. Okay. Yeah. But in Christmas Carol, we, yeah. we were doing it like every year at that point. Yeah. Um, and Ashley's was a great Christmas. Yeah, Carol. it was, it was I, nice. I, and, it was I, dark. I, I got to do tech thing. for her show, and that yeah, was a lot of fun. She did a nice dark Christmas Carol. I, I, I like it dark. I remember her coming home one day, and actually, Kathy Lavake had asked Kathy had asked your wife if they were going to kill Tiny Tim, and <laughs> Ashley's response was like, "Yeah, we're going to kill Tiny Tim. That's uh, we're going to go that dark. We're just going to murder him dead." Trinity did that it. once. They blew Tiny Tim away. And That's that yeah. was insane. But she was actually worried that because yeah, she heard like dark, a, so she jumped yeah, to the blue. They're going to yeah. kill Tiny Tim, and Ashley was like, well, "I kind of want to now." She kind of wanted to at that point. I don't know how you can do Christmas Carol not dark. It's a it's a, yeah. it's, a it's a ghost story. It's a ghost story. story. Yeah. You got to have it be dark. Yeah. Well. So. I did it dark, and well, you see how that went. You see what happened there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, Christmas Carol wraps, and then we, 2012, we move into one of my favorite roles that you were not for the nudity. Let me preface by saying that. <laughs> too late, too but, late, too late. No, it was for the you nudity. You wanted to see the full junk. Monty. <laughs> no, it was for the nudity. Full Monty was, and not only was the Full Monty a great show, it's also a big moment in your life as well. Yes. Um, but first, like, you're up there on the stage with those guys, right? Butt-ass naked. What was it like being the only dude with an innie? <laughs> It was uh, it was weird. It was weird. No, can I tell you an honest thing though? I never worried about being naked on that stage, and there was one reason, one reason only. And I'm gonna give you one word: Jarvis. Oh Jesus Christ! Every woman in that <laughs> audience was Jarvis. looking that way. Nobody you. was looking my way whatsoever. <laughs> so every night we came off, I thanked Jarvis. The timing that went into getting oh the lighting just right, because you know, in that last instance, those tech rehearsals we, made me nervous. Let me let me tell you a quick story. Yeah. When we started out the production, um, Greg Bonin was playing Harold, and uh, unfortunately, he was having some uh, health issues, so he had to drop out of the show. Um, not only did he drop out of the show, the guy we were just cast as horse dropped out of the show also. Um, so we were losing people left and right, and I was like, this fucking show's not gonna happen. Um, so we ended up bringing in um, Jarvis to play horse, and um, we brought in Mike Harrison, um, Mike Harrison to fill the role of Harold. Now remember, we had already cast the entire show, everyone was under the impression that we were going the full Monty, there was no question about it. So the minute I start losing people, and we're bringing in new people, it was it became kind of like a negotiation. It was like, are you willing to go and do the full Monty, literally, 
with the rest of the cast that already wants were willing to do this. Um, there was some hesitation at first uh, from one of them in particular, and um, what ended up happening was kind of like a coup, if you will. That's the, that's the best way <laughs> I to have, describe it. I had it. nothing to do with it. I <laughs> thought it was a bad idea from the get-go. Here's what happened, you know. The cast that had originally been chosen to be in the show, knowing we were going to do the full Monty, really wanted to go and do it. That was it from the beginning. With the new people being brought in, I was kind of finessing it. I was like, all right, I'm not going to hop on the issue. I'm just going to wait till we get closer and hope that they come around and decide they're going to want to do it. So, you know, we start doing the rehearsals and everybody's on board and we're doing it. And it's, I think it was still a question. The cast members weren't sure yeah. if what was going to happen. So one of the cast members, uh, his name was Mike, yes. um, decided he was going to get some of the other guys, which was all the guys, together. And I don't know what that conversation persisted of. But what ended up coming out of that was they were going to sit me down and tell me that they should be allowed to do it. Um, well, I don't think that was what came out of the conversation. Because I know <laughs> well, that's how the conversation went. Originally, originally, me and Mike yep. had talked about it, and mm -hmm. I remember after a rehearsal with you, we had talked to you about it. About yep, where where do you want to go? Because we, we were and I was still yeah, I was still not pressuring nope. individuals to do it. So it was still, I said it's yeah. still up in the air. I will yeah, let you know. And we will and I, and right there and there, I was like, all right, he's gonna let us know. So that's fine. That well, wasn't good enough days. for Mike. It was not Mike good told for Mike. me. I remember the day Mike told me he had emailed you. I was like, what yeah. the fuck did you do? He sent me like a four freaking giant paragraph email. Listen, man, he, he signed up for that show to show people his dick. And, you know, you're trying to take that away. <laughs> well, I think he was. I think the thing that upset him was certain people were going to do it. Yeah. Other people didn't want to do it and didn't weren't going to do it and it's like well if we his thing was either we all do it or right. none of us right. do it right and which i agreed with but again i fred had said when we get closer we'll I talk about we'll it so i was like all right so we let our concern be known to fred and then we'll talk about it when it comes around and i, I guess mike that wasn't good enough for mike so he decided i'm going to email so he sent me this giant email so I was not happy because basically he was just telling me that they should be allowed to do it, this, that, and the other thing. So we got to rehearsal, I think, the next night. Yeah, that was a fun rehearsal. And uh, I pulled all the guys in because, I mean, there's more characters in the show than just those guys. There's, like, women in the show and there's other male ensemble members. But I, I only brought in the guys who were supposed to do the number and I basically laid down the law. I remember saying something along the lines of... I am of, the big dick that swings I here. I am the big dick that swings around here and you're going to do what I say. So if I say we're doing it, we'll do it. If I say we're not doing it, we're not. And that's all there is to it. <laughs> I could have heard a fucking pin drop in that place. But before I said that, I was smart. I went around the room and I let everybody say their piece first. So Mike shot himself in the foot. Brian, I don't know why he thought it was a good idea to open his mouth, shot himself in the foot. Aiden shot himself in the foot. Jarvis shot himself in the foot. So they're all saying something, thinking that they're going to get to me. And I'm just sitting there like this, big smirk on my face, looking at each one right in the eyes they talked to me. Once they were all done, I was like, all right. I said, please allow me to retort. <laughs> I'm the big dick that swings around here. If I say you're doing it, you're doing it. And if I say you're not doing it, you're not doing it. And that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> that, was, that, was a fun, that was a fun conversation. So yeah, I had to lay this back down. And interesting postscript to that story. What? Not even a couple of days later, last person was in for it 100%. We started rehearsing it, which was fucking terrifying. That was hilarious. 
We had the we had the flesh thong. Yo, you just had to see it on a show night. You we had to freaking that rehearse that no. shit. Oh, you know who I felt bad for? Terrifying. Jeff Kimball. Because here yeah. he is playing piano, I, not more than a foot away from. He's trying to just not nicks. look at anything but keys. Until Jarvis yeah. one day just took his dick and literally put it on his piano. Wait, did that really happen? It did, but oh, he, he didn't take it out. It was still because we had these flesh colored right. g-strings underneath just to practice yeah. with. Because we don't want to actually be naked in the beacon. Because God forbid a cop strolls by and sees us naked. Or I'll go to prison. So, but literally, Jarvis, we ran down the hall. I think streaking because we had yeah. you had kicked was, out was, all the cast. It was like a liberation for them. Yeah. I, I sent everybody home. I said, "All right, guys, it's the no, first time we're going to do it." The cast was there. They were in the room that oh, you talked to right. us, and I sent them in the other room. We that's literally right. streaked down the fucking hall in front oh, of. We were having a meeting. Yeah, the people from the meeting were in there. Yeah, so they were so, they started streaking everything. So Jarvis had his. Dick out Bits and where pieces. kids eat. <laughs> no, not a, they don't eat off Jeff's piano. You guys are all in, it was in the vicinity. Yeah, poor Jeff, he couldn't get sir, away from Sir, have another tater tot. And then Anna would. Anna was at those rehearsals every night for some reason. That was awkward for yeah, Weird, I don't know why. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, it's unfortunate because that was a great show, and I love that show. But when I look back on that show, because of that, it just, it just got uncomfortable because... My wife was in the show. She played opposite Mike. Yep. And Mike was not thrilled with the way I handled the situation. Um, so it was just cold. There was like, it, she my, she was having a hard time connecting with him. Like, he would do his scenes, but the minute he was off stage, he was kept to himself, didn't talk to anybody. Shut down. Yeah, he just shut right down. He, he, he was already checked out. Um, I don't even know if we talked other than just notes. Like outside after that, it was it was it's unfortunate. I mean, but he, it went but down he did that come way. in, he did his job. But he did yeah, he was, did the show. The show yeah. was great. I loved yeah. the show. It was f- fantastic. But there was definitely that. Yeah, that it was definitely awkward. Fact. But hey, you know what? If he would have just waited a couple of days, it would have been no problem. Nothing. We would have never had to have that conversation. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Shit happens. But um, great show. I got to be in that show. I had a very tiny part. I played uh, Ashley's. New boyfriend, where you were the ex-husband. That was great, because we had a little time together on stage. That was fun. Um, and then the big life event happens. What, yes. What, was it closing? Closing night. Closing uh, night. It was Sunday, uh, well, Sunday afternoon. Uh, Sunday afternoon, we're doing the show, and it was also me and Ashley's three anniversary. It just happened to fall perfectly on our three anniversary, so I'm like, that's going to be the night. I had planned it for months. Um, I was like, that's going to be the day I auditioned. And on the way to the theater, Facebook dings up, and Ashley's like, Jarvis got arrested. Oh, I'm like, fuck, oh. that's right. Oh, my God, I totally forgot about that. Like, she's like, <laughs> How could I forget about that? She's like, Jarvis got arrested. I'm oh, like, ha, 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 because right. I guess he had yeah. Facebook. I'm like, who the fuck Facebook's from prison? Yeah. He didn't get arrested. He's busting people's Somehow balls. Somehow he had his phone because he posted a message. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I didn't realize I had a warrant. I got arrested. I'm not going to make it to the show today. This is at, like, what, 10 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. It was 10, 11, because we were on our way to the theater, and it's just like, so she's like, oh, Jarvis got arrested. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Jarvis. (laughs) That's pretty much a thing. That's what it was. That's what it was. So I'm like, oh, that's... I think it was a couple of years back after this happened. They got investigated by the state police. Oh, really? Yeah, the Woonsocket police. Well, I was in 2012 that happened. For, uh, for... Lots of DWBs. Profiling? Yeah. Yeah. But I remember sitting there thinking it was a joke, and then when we got to the theater... 
Come to find out, it's not a joke. Jarvis got arrested. He's in prison. And I am shitting. Well, he was in the Woodstock Police Department across the street. He was 150 (laughs) feet away in a cell. But I remember sitting there shitting. That's a show day. We were all shitting bricks that morning. I was shitting a brick more than anybody. I will tell you that. Because I was like, what the fuck? Never. Now, here's the thing. At Encore, we don't understudy. Shit, you know how hard it is to get a black guy on stage to begin with? We had one. We had Token. That was it. We should have picketed that shit in the flesh-colored... Let me Cock tell you something. Songs. Somebody made free a sign. Jarvis, free Jarvis. They went down there trying to get him out, and uh, they were holding up signs that said "Free Jarvis." <laughs> literally trying to see if there was anything they could do. So the uh, they told him the only thing that could happen is if they could get a bondsman to come down and pay the bond to get him out. And Luann was one of the producers, yep. and uh, she went down there with Anna, and together they were like, "What are we, what are we supposed to do?" They called Kathy. They're like, "Jarvis is in jail. You know, we're supposed to be at the theater in a half hour for warm-ups. <laughs> what are we gonna do?" And uh, they made some calls, and sure enough, Encore dished out seven hundred dollars to get a bondsman to go down on an off day because it was a Sunday to go down and pay like the five hundred dollar. Yeah. Thing yeah. to get him out. Yeah, that was, was nuts. Yeah. It was insane. And I was just like, I was like, uh, talk I, about trying to steal your thunder. I, <laughs> I had no backup plan. I was like, this is it, man. Yeah. I had. Yeah, we now, snuck her family. Now Encore in. does backup record. Backup. Backup. Does a, uh, <laughs> fuck. I'm tired. Let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> they do background checks. Yes, we do. To, yes, to we make do. sure that yeah. no one has any outstanding warrants. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, not but at yeah, all. Yeah, that, that was planned. We actually stuck her her family in during intermission. Yeah, yeah. Um, my family was there to see the show, so that I almost died when I found out he'd actually been arrested. But everything worked out. Mm, proposed yeah. on stage we in front of a whole audience. Yeah. 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 Now I, thought, I remember I too. Your before you did it, you yeah. came to me and you asked me if it was okay for you to do yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I wasn't um, going to just be like, "Hey, by the way." Right. No, da-da. which I thought was great. You know, I mean, we had been friends for a while. Now. We've been doing a bunch of shows together. Um, and I was like, "Oh, you know, yeah, of course you could do that." Like me to be the asshole who's like, "Ooh, I could fucking ruin this guy's whole day just by saying no." No, I wasn't going to do that. I thought it was great, and it was cool because. You did it right after Curtain Call, yep. so we were yep. all on stage after yep. bowing, so we all got to be kind of a we, part of it. We had Jeff in on it, too. Yep. Jeff played, played our song. Played that song, yep. yep. Um, what was the song? It was uh, Bless the Broken Road gotcha. by Rascal Flatts. And I know Amanda Palmer had the phone out. She recorded oh, the yeah. whole thing. There's a video of it. Everybody, everybody yeah. had the phone. Everybody yep. knew, except for apparently Mike Myers, because he was pissed. He's like, dude, <laughs> like, my camera was downstairs. You should have told me. I was like, I thought everybody knew. Nice. Yeah, um, I didn't need a camera. We were part of it. He, didn't, yeah. he was a part of it. So, need, yeah. in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was pretty cool. I, had, I remember having Rich Zambrano hold the ring for me because right. I was in a robe and, <laughs> a, and nothing. Yeah, I was it was a, a cat <laughs> ring. <laughs> so, <laughs> I no, that ring was that far too big. It yeah. <laughs> I would have fell ass. on the floor and <laughs> rolled <laughs> away. <laughs> um, but that was. Christopher Walken style. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was, yeah, so that was a life changing Yeah, that was that was great. That was cool. I mean, it was a great show. You know, great experience. Um, even though crazy shit went on, yeah. but to, to round it out and have the uh, have the proposal, that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's fun. That was kind of cool. And, and we've talked about it before. You know, we've been actually they were getting all those doing theater. Yep. So for somebody else to be able to do that and you know make a, yep. a special event of it on the stage, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think of it. <laughs> it. It just, like I said, it, it just so happened. I noticed it, like that the show when I got gassed, that That's our three-year anniversary. It's on that day, and I had planned on proposing anyway. So I was like, oh, well, I guess that's when I'm doing it. 
So the proposal's out, and then we end up doing a few more shows. We do um, Footloose. Yep. You're in the ensemble for yep. Footloose. Again, another Ashley show. Ashley she like, came I home, and I need yep. another guy, so yep. we're doing the show. That was a cool show. I like that show. Yep. I like the music from that show. It's a good show. Um, and then you do another show at TheaterWorks, which I saw that show. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't get outside of our theater much, but I did see the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling yes, Bee. that was fun. And you played? Leaf Coney Bear. Oh my who, god. Who is so freaking funny. Let's just say he to be politically correct, he wore a helmet in the show. He did wear a helmet. He was quite You didn't go full, special. did you? No, no. Uh, you can never, you go, never full. go full. I <laughs> see Travis Thunder. You never go full. It's right, making uh, sure. But uh, it was Ashley close. Was, it was goddamn close. Ashley was also in that show. She played Logan. Yeah, that's right. Um, so she got to do her lisp, which she yeah, wants to do. That's fun. But that was a fun show because we got to mess with audience members. Mm -hmm. I love when they come on the stage too and you just get to bat them around a little bit. So that was that was a that was a blast. And then um, you do GCS in Fall River. Uh, it's that... the, it was their sister company, Marquee okay. Theater Productions. All right. They did their shows. They did the shows at Fall River. They rehearsed out of Somerset. Oh, okay. Um, but they did the show at BCC at that campus at BCC. And you so played Judas. Played Judas, play Judas again. Oh. <laughs> now the guy who played Jesus in yes. that show was, was in your wedding. Yes, Nick. Yes, Nick. Nick Kozak. He was Nick. phenomenal. Yeah. That was actually like his first acting thing that he'd um, ever done. Kathy, my wife went to see that and she loved it. She yeah. said that show was so good. She was really impressed with that group. Yeah, it was yeah. really well yeah. done. Um, the uh, producer there, um, I know you guys don't have producers anymore, so. Wow, wow. Wow, wow. But no, uh, Mark, <laughs> Mark Veloso, I would give him a shout out. He was, he was gung ho. He's like, if I'm going to do this show, it's very much a Fred attitude. If I'm going to do mm -hmm. the show, it's going to be huge. He be. went out, he got billboards. Nice. He made sure anything that needed to be done was done. Cool. He's like, I don't care what it takes to spend. He's like, it was one of his favorite shows. It right, was his right, dream right. show. Yep. So he's like, I don't care how much I have to spend. I'm, we're doing the show and we're going to do it right. Yes. And uh, Roberto, uh, Roberto was the director and he was phenomenal. Very, he's easy to work with. Let us try a bunch of stuff. So, nice. so that was a good time. Yeah, uh, and then you come back around. We uh, were doing Legally Blonde. Yeah, uh, you're in the ensemble for that. Another action show. Another action show. <laughs> Getting sucked in. Um, that was a great show. That um, was hilarious. Megan yeah. was great as hell. Nice. It was, it was really different. Too. I did tech on that different. show. That was fun. That was fun. That's yeah. what I was starting to be able to. I mean, I was teching a bunch of different shows. Um, but that one allowed me to play a little bit because the way the set was designed, I was mm -hmm. able to do different yep. kinds of lighting and stuff like that. And it was nice because um, you actually got to take breaks finally. I know. You didn't have I know. to come in and fix shows because exactly. oh. Ashley actually knew what she was kind of doing. knew what she was doing. You know, Megan was <laughs> directing wow, by then. Nice. <laughs> I was like a crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was. It was nice to be able to just do smaller stuff. But still be involved and be around and be a part I, of it. I feel like it should be nicer. Like I think Ashley's one of the few... Like encore women, I fear. Like she fear in what way? I, I think she just like, she will rip your she nuts would off. Come up behind <laughs> me and just like like now is that a, is that a visual thing or is it from just interacting with her? No, I just I think that like personality wise, she'd slip my throat behind <laughs> and well, she has been compared to Fred. She has been yeah. by Fred's wife herself called yeah, the female I, Fred. I, yeah, I she will cut you. Uh, yeah, I feel like she'd like smile and like I'd be like feel all comfortable, and all of a sudden I'd be like. What's that moisture <laughs> running down my shelf? <laughs> uh, and then we roll up onto um, 2013's Les Mis. Yes, yes that, was, that was great. That was a fun show. That was a fun call from you. Hi, Brian. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to butcher this name, but uh, we'd like to cast you as Enjaramalama Ding Dong. I still don't know how to pronounce any of the character names <laughs> in that show. It's actually pronounced 
Angelosa. I, I, I thought it was um. It's Andra. It's yeah, like I, whatever. Yeah, there's no inclination to say it as yeah. Andra. There was one of those but, shows when I'm like calling people out by by cast yeah, person absolutely. name. Everybody's laughing at me. I'm like, fuck yeah, you guys. Yeah, I did the same thing for like the entire run of that show. I didn't yeah. know like anybody's character name. Brandon um, playing Free Willy. That Free was Willy. We had Legolas in there. Legolas was in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had the whole company of the ring. It was great. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but what was cool about that show was, um, I mean, I knew of it. I had never seen it, mm -hmm. so that was one of those nice projects for me because I got to pretty much do it how I wanted to do it, and Sue, being the producer yes. of that show, pretty much let me do it how I wanted to, because she would tell me, oh, they've done, they yeah. did it like this on Broadway, and they did it like that, yeah, she's she a, totally she's let me do it. She's a big Les Mis head, right? She's yeah. wicked yeah, yeah, yeah. into Les Mis, which is cool because when we did it the second time, yeah. I told her right out, I said, I've done the show, tell me what you want to see, and I made some changes. Um, and I gave her basically, yeah. you know, like she wanted. I know the brain. first time she fought you huge on the whole uh, marching at the end of One Day More at the end. Mm. She was like, yeah. "This, you have to do this. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. iconic thing. You must do this." I was like, "Whatever." I and Fred is like, "I'll <laughs> give her this one thing." Yeah, I'll yeah. This so one thing. I mean, it was like that, and it, it was. It, it didn't take away from anything else that I was doing. But uh, yeah, she, she, that was that's yeah. why it's She's, great to have awesome producers who are willing to give you that opportunity to yeah. use your artistic merit and just. Put your stamp on it, you know. Um, and that, that was, was a great show. Yeah, that was a great show. I loved Killing Brian. That yes, was fantastic. that has my become, favorite part. That <laughs> has become a standard at Encore. It started off with Greece yeah. when I was being struck and beaten with things by Rizzo <laughs> to buy by Birdie. Where I was beaten by Amanda Palmer with a suitcase. Yep. It started off just beating me slowly, yeah. and yeah. then it became kill him in every yeah. show. I feel like the perfect show would be like, like. Amanda playing some type of like stripper character and then Brian dying. Like that would be like the, Isn't that like every show? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it's become. That's like every show now. <laughs> but uh no, that was that was a great show. I mean yeah. to to be able to do Les Mis um and I mean the cast we had was just phenomenal. Yeah. So good in fact, we brought it back a year and a half again. later. Yeah, we did it again. But before we did it again, um we did Bye Bye Birdie again, which yes. I believe was one of the summer stocks. Yep. Right? And then again, that was an Ashley show, that was but Ashley, I actually auditioned. And you auditioned. You got Albert for yes. that one. Um, Total I, nepotism. I did not do that yeah. one. because Total nepotism on that. Right. So what did you do to get that role? <laughs> it's what I didn't do. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's you what I didn't do. Even though it's not this Bye Bye Birdie, I just want to jump back for a second because we got Brian here, and I want to just tell a quick little story. The first time I did Bye Bye Birdie with Brian, I played Listen <laughs> Magazine. I thought we got past no, this. fuck that. We're, we're telling I, yeah, I, I can't believe I almost let it, it. escape. So. You bastard, your time is due. <laughs> <laughs> so... Do you want me to Mr. kill? You want me to kill his mic? No, no, no. <laughs> Mr. McAfee is about to launch into this tirade about you know I don't even remember what the hell what the lines were, but the way I was delivering it was I would say um, I, I, was it gentleman? Was I that the lead was line? The I think it was the gentleman part. That you I would say so hard on gentleman, and then I launch into this tirade. Um, it just so happened on that night, and you can tell your side in a second. I'm on stage. And I stand up from the table, and I go, gentlemen, now I took a huge deep breath in, because I knew I was going to have to get all these lines out, kind of without stopping, and in that pause of, gentlemen, and I breathe in, oh, I'm Mr. about McAfee. to say the next word, all of a sudden I just hear, oh, Mr. McAfee, and he comes out on the stage, and I was, I froze. Like, I was the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz, and my eyes had to be fucking so wide they were about to fall out of my head. And I was like, because in that moment, I'm like, 
this motherfucker just cut out my entire monologue <laughs> from the show. Yeah. yeah. And it was a it was a good paged monologue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like and I held that pose the entire time. And then Brian starts coming down the stairs, oblivious to the situation. He comes down the stairs, and I I just remember turning, and my face was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? But I was trying to stay in character, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, what the fuck? So it wraps up. I walk off stage. A few minutes after, he finishes with Conrad. He comes off, and he's kind of like patting me on the arm. Oh, that one's really good. And I'm looking, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> and he's dead face. He just his face drops and he goes, "What?" And I went, "You just cut my monologue, my entire monologue out of that freaking scene." And he goes, "What are you talking about?" He had no idea he had even done it. He was oblivious to it. All right, so you tell your side. Wait, can, 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 can we? Can we not? Are we not going to touch upon the best part of that story? Which was? That was the night we filmed the show. Oh, that is the fucking night they filmed. <laughs> we used to record the shows, you know, so you could have a little souvenir. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me and my souvenir. My whole monologue's gone from the show, off the face of the earth, you forever. Ruined, you like ruined it doesn't his exist. life. He's your, he's your brother and you ruined his life. <laughs> he will not let me live it down. That oh, one, shit. That's too good of so a story. So my side of the story. That shit happens once in a blue moon. There's no that. other side to something like that. Well, it's, it's funny to hear him tell it because he oblivious to the whole thing which is crazy so my side of the story i i came <laughs> off after i forget i i think i had like a slight number before that i was yeah, part costume change right i went downstairs did a quick costume change i grabbed the water i started drinking and then in the back of my head something just clicked and i went holy shit i need to be upstairs fucking now so i run up the stairs as fast as i can i look at a techie i forget who it was i look at them like how the fuck long have I left him on stage with nothing to do? Blaming and someone else. Okay, continue. <laughs> continue. No, no, no. It, at the end of the day, it's my fault. I should have been paying attention. So in the moment, I believe you're running up the back stairs of the yeah, set. Yeah, because she's like, in my pause. <gasps> so he, he gets to the top of the stairs and he hears yeah. nothing. <laughs> so, but I looked at her and I said, listen, how long have I left him out there? And she just looked at me and she went, I think about 30 seconds. It's not that bad. And I don't know. Which this fucking person had no clue what they were talking yeah, about, obviously. Yeah. So I was like, shit. So I ran up the stairs. I opened the door. I'm like, oh, Mr. Mac. Like half out of breath. Dude, and right. It literally is one of those things that you couldn't stage it Someone better. could say Brian's premature. <laughs> Not someone. A lot of people could say you that. You definitely premature in that moment. Let me tell you but, something. Uh, that was just oh like, was one of those things that you and that is one thing plan. I can never let him live down. No, it no. just. It happened. You look back on it, it's like, you how know did what? I even get Whatever. cast on Encore? I know. Grease, why are you still here? <laughs> Grease and Bye Bye Birdie. First the dancing and then cutting out like oh, the man. artistic director's monologue. Mm. That was so directed at the time. Don't lie, so he gave you like a little like yeah, 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 no, yeah. no, no. That no. would have made up a little bit, but it no, did. I still would have been hearing that. I will hear about it till the day I die. Yes, that one you definitely will. Um, <sighs> so. You do Bye Bye Birdie in 2014, um, you play Albert again, and then you do Spam a lot, which, again, another great show. Um, you play yep. Lance a lot. Yes, which um, doesn't sing very much. He doesn't sing almost nope. at all, but he gets to play all the fun Spam a lot, all the fun Monty Python characters. Character. You get to be the head knight who says knee. Yeah. You get to be the French taunter. You get to play Tim. <laughs> the French taunter. The French taunter was, French really taunter was, yeah, was great. Was Actually, was my sister came and saw the show, and she goes, so was he Spanish? <laughs> and I'm like, he was French. She the goes, Spanish I didn't get French. I'm like, El Jefe really? strikes again. Um, Ashley was in that show, too. Yes, yeah, she was. She, she was Patsy. Patsy. She stole my role, yeah. that bitch. That's the one you wanted? Well, 
she it's, stole that show. She oh, did. She, she was did. phenomenal. She was so funny. Um, Especially when they dropped the cow on her. Yeah. <laughs> that was another one of those shows. Sue was kind of proud of me. She's like, you should audition, you should audition. I think you'd be a great Patsy, you should audition. And then they did it, and uh, Brian was a, the director? Brian, Ke- Brian, Brian Kelly. Kelly yeah. Brian Kelly was the director, yeah. and he went out of his way to gender bend for Ashley. She wasn't going to audition for Spamalot, because mm-hmm. it was one female character. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to get it. She's like, I'm not going to get yeah, it. It's just the Lady of the Lake, Lady right? of the Lake. Yeah. So she's like, I'm not going to get it, so I'm not going to audition. I was like, just come and audition for shits and giggles. Right. Just to be there with me. Sure. So she ended up auditioning, and then she got Patsy, so I never live her, let her live that down. I'm just like, thanks for stealing my role. <laughs> you bitch. That's what they do sometimes. It's but fun. it was great. She was hilarious. I can't even be mad. She was phenomenal. She was, she was really funny. She stood so, out big time. Yeah. Um, that was a fun show. Uh, and it was great, too, because my wife hadn't been on stage in a while, and she got a chance to, yeah. to be on stage again and be a part of that, which was really cool. Um, I mean, that's why I wouldn't see it in yeah. the first place. Plus, I love Monty Python. <laughs> Monty Python's great. Oh, yeah. But you guys were just so fun. Yeah. There were so many good moments in I that show. I actually wanted to steal that cow and bring it home when <laughs> the show was over. <laughs> that was great. Uh, so you, you finish up with Spamalot. Uh, you end up going back to um, Little Theater of Fall River, right? Yeah, the sister company do, of Marquee. You do Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. And you played McMurphy. I did. I did. How was that? Was fun. That was fun. That was, again, it was another, um, I believe Roberto directed that one with yep. the assistance of Robbie Burke. Um, and they just, again, it was very... It's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it was very I intensive. Love Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, it was very intensive yeah. with, like, the character stuff. They were mm. very into, like, making sure that we had character stuff down. You know, like all the other characters who... Did you... Did you, um... Nicholson it at all? I tried to stay away from it. Yeah, I tried to I mean, I tried to own. get the bravado sure. that he had, but at the same time, I didn't... I tried to make sure that I didn't do what he did. I've mm. never... I've, still to this day, I've never, never seen, seen the whole film. movie. Oh, I've seen movies. bits and pieces of it. Um, I did... I did that show twice. And I played Billy both times. It's my favorite role. One of my favorite roles I've ever yeah, done. He's really good. Good. Yeah, that's great. You know, you but. get to be a stutterer, you get a chick, and you get to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, really it's a win, win, win all the way across. <laughs> I can see how that would be like heaven yeah. for you. Oh, yeah, that's um. fun. <laughs> oh, getting the woman, well, you know. <laughs> Which never happens for Fred. No. Not anymore. I'm too fucking Kathy old. just gave up at one point. She's, She's like, totally oh, fine. Did. Totally did. Um, but no, Cuckoo's Nest, that, that's a great show. Worn down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then in 2015, Encore decides they're going to do JCS. Yes. And you play Judas Which I take partial responsibility for because it's the JCS that they saw me do with Marquis that made right. it people want to do it. My wife went to see it and she said that was really good. We should totally do that show. So, and Megan is yeah. a huge JCS nut, JCS huge, nut too. Huge fan. So she, I know she'd been and fighting that, for years. She did. And, and, that was, and, and that was the thing. I was kind of like, oh, do we really want to get into this? We had done uh, Amazing Technical and Dreamcoat, Joseph, yeah. like years ago. The one that you were in with your beautiful chest. <laughs> I gotta see this. Tra- I never got to see it, so I gotta listen, see it. Listen, costuming and encore has come a long oh, yes, way since from uh, plastic, plastic abs <laughs> over a white t-shirt, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know, JCS rolls back around. We're doing it. Uh, you're playing Judas. I got to do technology show. The fucking show was awesome. Yeah. And again, I'm not a fan. I was never a fan of that material. I love that show now. That was such a good show. That is, it's it a great really show. The good. music is phenomenal. Megan did a great job yeah. with it. I mean, yeah. and the did. cast yeah. with Matt being Jesus and yeah. you being Judas and yeah. just everybody yeah. else was just, it was perfectly cast. It was so good. It was really um, well done. You know, a lot of community theater shows you can go to and you can say, yeah, it was good, but you know, they could have done this so they could have done that. That's one of those shows I look at and I'm like, 
you, you really couldn't have done anything to make yeah. that show any better. No, it was just killer pit awesome. too. Yeah, yeah. the 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 the, the, uh, the orchestra was great. Um, the tech was great. Oh my god, that friggin' lighting was amazing. Uh, but what's great for a person like me who wasn't too familiar with the material to begin with, Megan um, designed that set where it was just very basic. It was the scaffolding yeah. and the use of the pieces of material that she would have them move yep. throughout the course of the show. And literally, it was the white psych and just, just, and just, um, you know, the lighting. Yeah. She really gave me a great palette to play yeah. around with and try different things and make the color changes and oh, it's great. Yeah. And then that final image of him on the cross, you know, I was oh, just get that's here. awesome. You awesome. could hear a pin drop. Oh, you could. It was great. I will say, next fucking purchase the stadium needs to make. They need soundproof curtains oh. between, like you get a drunken mm -hmm. between oh. like shows we, like that we, and we scenes we like that. Complain I about it all the time. Hate it. Yep. I hate it. Nothing worse than when it's so silent. And you can hear the fucking chuckleheads at the bar. I want to get up and just. And it's not always patrons. It's the people who work there. Oh who yeah. Should know better. So you hear Come them on. like you hear them talking and dumping trash. Oh and stuff. my it's like, god. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Every time we did the vagina monologues, poor, <laughs> yeah. poor um, uh, Bethy, Bethy, Bethy yeah. LeBright, we always gave her the one right Fuck. before intermission, oh, that and that was the one when it was a pin drop, and that was the one where there was always noise, and it was just, it would just it'd kill it. it I think, who, who, who produced the last one of those vagina um, It was your, was your mom, right? I I think it was Kathy because maybe you, she, it was just me I remember, and Kathy doing Anna it. Anna might have been working then because I remember during oh, she's that. Doing the snack bar. Yeah, when that happened, like I just turned and my I looked at her and I was like, Yeah, like I'm gonna knew. fuck. And she just like <laughs> went yeah, over to back, quiet some uh, down. Yeah, it's too bad that it has to be that way. But um, yeah, Judas and Jesus Christ Superstar, you were great. Um, that last number, which is superstar, right? Yeah. Superstar. Fantastic with the wings and the, uh, the, suit. the outfit and the suit. Yeah, I awesome. jokingly told Megan, I'm like, I'm not doing the, the number unless I get angel wings. And she's like, All right, you got it. And I just remember going, Um, what? Well, <laughs> I was joking. Megan said the same thing to me. She said, I'm shooting Judas with a gun. And I said, Well, if you're doing that, you need some blood splatter. And we got that too. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was that great. Was, that, that was fun. fun. That was a fun little It's just hard. It's really hard to do the hanging thing. It's Yeah. Because you, well, you can see the harness mm -hmm. and it just looks and you don't awkward. Look you know, and then you cheesy. get shit like over, overseas. The guy actually oh hung. God, I actually got hung. I saw yeah, that. Yeah. I saw that. It's crazy. It could have been you. It could have been me. It's only been a couple times. Which it was crazy too because we just come off of JCS uh, and we run like not even a month after back yeah. into Les Mis the second yeah. time yeah. we did it. Uh, and you play the same character, obviously. Yeah. Um, we had a few slight differences in casting. Yes, I didn't but, die uh, with my ass to the audience. We too. changed your death. Well, again, this was one of the instances where Sue wanted to change a few little things. Things and in that instance, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna." I did like that scene better the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we have to look at his ass. Yeah, And when he put fucking die right and let the 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 bullets dropping from the hand. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was good. Both times we did it was great. Yeah, I honestly. That second one was pretty strong. I mean, yeah. I don't want to say one was better than the other. But that's really I, I still, the, the energy was different it was. from the first time. Like we had more people in it the second time. Yeah, yeah which was crazy because we replaced people and then yeah. we added more, yeah, which was a lot insane. of people were just like oh, I wish yeah, I could have been in it. Everybody that wanted to be in it the first time didn't get a chance nope. to. So it's like, yeah, let's get them in. I was just like, fuck it. At that point, I was like, let's put everybody in it. Why not? No, it's good too because all the people who were already in it knew all their music and knew exactly. all the stuff. So you weren't really reteaching too many yeah. people. But I'll tell you. I've talked to some people that joined the cast 
the second time we did it. And they were very intimidated coming into that large uh, cast who already knew what they were doing and they knew what they had, what level they had to get to. Yeah. Um, and they did perfectly. I mean, the whole show ended up being fucking awesome. Uh, so after Les Mis, we, you do um, one of the marquee room shows, right? Yep. Run for Your Wife, uh, which is one of my favorite uh, comedies. I love yeah, that, that show. That was great. I got to see that one. Um, you play John, which is yep. the lead, which is fantastic. <laughs> Juggling the two wives. Which one of them was your wife? Which was one of them was my wife. And the other one was my and wife. The other one was your oh, wife. So that was, and dog. that happened to be the time Daniel saw a picture of her and you yes. that you guys use as a prop, and he thought it was me. <laughs> oh, God. I know, right? That's fucked up. <laughs> I disowned my son. At <laughs> that moment. I was like, get out of the house. You're four. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Daniel, who let you back in I the know, house? right? And then, of course, the, you do Fools, yep. uh, which was just recently. Yep. Um, you play the magistrate in that. Yes. Uh, another marquee room show. Uh, it's Neil Simon, right, Fools? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's actually a funny show. It's a show that he wrote knowing his ex-wife would get the rights to it, and he hated her, so he tried to make it as shitty as possible. Oh, I didn't know that. That's know Yeah, that. he tried That's to make funny. it so terrible. That's why, like, if you read the script, it's really just stupid. <laughs> it's really dumb, but it, it works. It's funny. And, right. like, he yeah. wrote it as just, like, I'm going to write this horrible show, and by all means, take the rights to this show. It's yours. That's so so we, we could probably spend a whole episode on this one day, but what do you, what do you, how do you feel, like, performing Marquee Room versus Main Stage? Mm. I like the Main Stage... Mostly because you get two different feels. I don't want to say one's better than the other. I lean more towards the main stage. Okay. Because you get to That's do fair. bigger stuff. Yep. You get to do more with a bigger cast. More effects, lighting. Yeah, yeah. all the, oh, yeah. All the cool stuff. stuff. It's just all, all cool monster um, The Marquee Room is really good when you want to do personal kind of shows. Like, yeah. if I ever had the, if we ever did 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, I wouldn't want to do it on the main stage. I'd want you to do it in the marquee room. Because mm -hmm. that seems like the kind of thing that it's you... It's an intimate setting. Yeah. yeah. So I it's just, like, certain shows would work real, up there that I don't think stage. would work. I did the, I did the Also Ames Prom in the marquee room, yeah. but that kind of show is designed yeah, for a space yeah. like The murder that. mysteries that murder mysteries, done. Yeah, they're designed for that kind of a space, which is fine. Yeah. The show's designed there. But, I don't know. Like I had mentioned I would love to do cuckoo's nest again and they were like oh why don't you do that in the marquee room I was like, it's yeah. like it doesn't work it just I don't yeah. think I don't know it's too there too things, tight for me see, there, there were things yeah. they would have to have done like if the if the stage was bumped back right like it's too even, narrow even space. six feet like, yeah. just to if they had more little, than four lights on the ceiling yeah, yeah. Well, that, the bar keeping the tables yeah the tables yeah. just makes it awkward for well, you when they did Godspell one of the other companies did Godspell they just did chairs and that was better but the minute they put the tables that's tough and it's just awkward if you're sitting at a certain point in the table you're like turning breaking your neck just trying to turn around and walk right well, you also, you've done some of, we, we had a couple episodes ago, uh, John McElroy on, and he did the uh, Stadium Night Live. Yeah. You've done some of those. Yes. So even in that, I mean, yeah. that show was great up there yeah. because yeah. it's it's designed for that room. Exactly. Yep. You know, he created it knowing that that was the space he was going to be in, yeah. but to take an actual It's like a banquet show, room. It's yeah, really, that's what it you is. Know, you get like a, it's like another bar. You get a trio in the corner. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited um, to see what happens when, when and if we actually get that black box that they're talking about. They've been talking about it for years. So I would be excited to see that. The bad thing is the space they want to put it in has four giant poles right in the middle of the room. Yeah, those pillars. So I don't know how that's going to... Those and are load-bearing. You, you cannot yeah, touch can't those. Yeah, can't get rid of those. They're load-bearing. I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, and meanwhile, while all these shows are going on, like we don't have enough to do, um, we're doing 
a few times we do the Kill Class reunion, yeah, which, which is something hilarious. we've talked about, I think, with Ashley. Yeah. Um, and we actually got to be in that together. Yes, that we was, had a lot of, I had a lot fun. of fun doing that. That was yeah. so much fun. Um, my favorite moment, I'm sure you'll agree, is that one night we were just, it was right in the middle of the show, and talk about just ad-libbing a line so perfectly. Uh, cheerleader dies. Cheerleader dies, and someone says something like, oh, the poison went through her really quick. And I looked at Brian, and Brian looked at me, and we just said the same thing at the same exact time. <laughs> like just the, the football, football team. team. And in that moment, you're in character. <laughs> But not even, we didn't break character. We stayed in character. We actually high five each other because it was so perfect. It was just like, dude, that was fucking awesome. We said the same thing at the same time. Uh, Which I love but also hate because that lended more credence to us being related because it's like only, <laughs> the only way they could have done that. I thought it was great too because after doing that, we kept Ashley that. was like, she wrote that right into the script. Yeah, yeah. We did a lot with do you that. Guys, yeah. Do you guys want me to leave so you can blow each other now? Uh, yeah, no. no, you can stick okay, in right, I'll watch. Right. You can have clean up. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh. no, a lot of the ad libs got written. Yeah, a lot of them. Whenever, whenever somebody came up with an ad lib that everybody just stopped and laughed at, mm. that ended up getting well, added to the so show. We've done it so many times. Yeah, uh, you know, it was. It I was think great. I don't think we even had a script it, but like the third or fourth time we had done it, it's like yeah. fuck the script. We're just gonna ad lib the whole show. And the funny thing was, <laughs> even worked. though we we put those ad libs in, we weren't constantly changing them to the fact where you would try to you would throw people off. Yeah. Once we found something we liked, yeah. we did it all the time. So it yeah. became part of the show regardless. Like I think at one yeah. point I called the cheerleader like. You know, what's up, town bike? Oh my god! It was just like one of random things. That's funny too. He did. He said that one night during a. Sh I don't know if it was. It was a rehearsal. Yeah. I think you called her town bike, and for some reason, I don't know if it's because I was never close enough to hear yeah, it. I caught that line one night. And I just fucking lost it because I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. And he's like, "Why is that so funny? I've been saying it every night." <laughs> I'm like, really? Because <laughs> that's the first time I heard it. I was dying. That was so funny. But yeah, that that was a fun show. Now now Ashley's writing another one. I heard she's doing another she's one. She's doing another yeah. one. It's uh, don't uh, something about kiss me goodnight. Mm -hmm. So which we actually she thought was creepy because I actually came up with that name mm -hmm. because we have a plaque in our bedroom that says. Always kiss me goodnight. Always kiss me goodnight. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that became, she's like, now I can't look at that the same. Ah. Now I'm just gonna associate that with like somebody dying. We have something in the house that says always. Dance like no one is watching. So if you need yeah. that one, you can take that. One. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be a fun one because you know she's she's gonna start writing that, and I'm sure I'll have some input. Thanks. Nice. It's always fun. Hey, you guys, yeah, co-wrote the uh, the other one, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. That that was stressful. I'm sure it was. So. Especially working with your significant other, I can imagine. Exactly, especially when you're the funny when one. When it's created. <laughs> I love you. You're talking about her, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, yeah, so all that's kind of woven in there, because we did that a bunch of times. We did yeah. it, like, maybe four or five times over the course of a couple and of years. And it sold out every time. It did. People it was, loved that It was that huge, one. yeah. Yeah, we got some nice freaking asshole audiences. Yeah. <laughs> well, anytime you can get, anytime you can get, like, stereotypes, because oh, literally yeah. when we wrote it, we just went... Breakfast Club. We're gonna sure. do the Breakfast do Club. All those cool characters. And yeah. we're gonna do those characters and flush the, them out. And I was intent on playing Dean, who was basically um, it was um, Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson's character yeah. from Breakfast Club. I'm like, I'm playing Dean. And literally, I remember one Bender. One night, Bender. 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 Um, so we, I remember one night doing the show. I literally went up to every single table. I hit on every single married woman, <laughs> and I literally took drinks from people's tables, asked them what they were drinking, and if they said like wine or champagne or like pussy, and I would drink it and just put it back on the table. And, that and, was... and the thing is, people didn't know how to react. They're like, 
yeah, that's kind of funny, but dude, that was my fucking drink. <laughs> and you just drank half of it. I got to be the douchebag ex-jock, uh, grown up to be the, uh, what was I, the gym, gym teacher. teacher. And that was one of the funnest things for me, because, I mean, naturally my personality is to be a ball buster and kind of dickish at times. But I got to be a dick hardcore to people, and, and they loved it. <laughs> like, I just walk around the room and just bust balls. Like, there was a woman, I'll never forget, there was a woman in a wheelchair. Oh, my God. Sitting at one of the tables one night, and I walked oh up, no. and I was like, hey, I remember you. Didn't you used to run track? <laughs> Fuck, right to her face, I would say that, dude. And she laughed. And she laughed. She thought it was great. And I was like, wow. I walk away, and I'm, even to myself, I was like, wow, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> That, that's, that was the great thing with the style of show was because uh, when we would mingle yeah. with the audience, we had that time to ad-lib, but you know we were still following the story. So anytime you'd walk over to a table, you could say whatever you wanted to these people, and they loved it. Yeah, they risky. And they gave it back, too. Oh, Some yeah. Of them, oh, my God. They would give it right back to you. Yeah, they yeah. fucking hated us. Because, yeah. you know, everybody's, it's a murder mystery, so they were all thinking, you're you're the one who did it. So they hated us. So you just be uh, a dick right back to them. Great. That was actually really fun. It was a that lot was really of fun. fun. So after Fools, which was just done in... Um, March. March, yeah. Um, that rolled you right into Miss Saigon, which yeah, we were yeah. talking about earlier. Engineered yeah. it. And, Engineered, yeah. Great show. El Jefe. The Puerto Rican Jefe. The yellow Puerto Rican pimp. <laughs> Puerto Rican pimp is like on. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, probably you probably offended like a whole nation with that, but I'm gonna no. tell you, I was surprised um they had as many Asians in the show as they did because I know when they did it last time, they had like the three. Beg, yes. borrow, and yeah, steal. they had the Kim, yes. they had the Tui, and they had the little kid. That was it. Helena wasn't Asian. No, that's right, Helena wasn't even Asian. No. That's right, she played Kim, so they had two. I think <laughs> See, I don't want to say what her ethnicity was because I don't know off the bat. I just know that she was dark, and she looked... just make it up. <laughs> yeah, no, it but was, she looked yeah, like yeah, um, Middle Eastern. Uh, maybe yeah, closer to that than, like, I w- than Asian. I, w- I would say Indian, yeah. but I know she wasn't yeah, Indian, was Indian. But she was darker, what is it, so Ar- she could Ar- Armenian. She, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like but she that, passed yeah. very well for Asian. Yeah. But even yeah. even our Asian wasn't Asian. Right, right, right. Um, but this time no, they came out of the oh woodwork. Girl looked like Kim. I, I never met her. But she's she was great. phenomenal. She's great. Yeah, Sarah. So Sarah was really good. She did a really good job. She was phenomenal. She's actually going to New Hampshire now. She's actually doing. She's pursuing. Professional theater, so oh, she actually got a couple contracts. Good for her. So. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, she can say she did some work here at the Young Corporate Company. That's always nice to know. But, um, but yeah, no, and the whole cast, we had a ton of Asians audition. They came, like I said, they came out of the woodwork. That's awesome. We had, I think, at least five, four or five in the cast, which is more than I thought even auditioned the first time we ever did Saigon. Right. So that was. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because like I said, they were only two for yeah. the first time we did it. Yep. And one of them was uh, the little guy in yeah. Tui. And it was awkward. Being the only non-Asian playing, playing the Asian character, <laughs> because we had Kim who was Asian, right? Hanesto who was Asian, and then you had um, Ting who was Asian who played right? Tui. Yeah. So and here comes the Portie. Hey, how you doing? I'm gonna play the engineer. There's um, someone standing backstage with a, a yellow roller ready to go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was, but I know Ashley yeah, right? did my makeup for that show, and that was one of the things she was terrified of. She wanted to make me look Asian enough without going over the line of doing yellow face because right. we didn't want to anger any of sure, the Asian sure. cast members. Well, plus, it's probably illegal, like blackface. <laughs> well, it's not illegal. <laughs> They're Asian. It's they just don't have soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> if you got to meet Everything them, he was just about to say just fucking went right out the window. <laughs> but no, um, after we did our makeup for one night, um, actually, Ruth, one of, the, one of the ensemble members, she came up to me and she went, 
that's really well done. I was like, thank you. I didn't do it. Because <laughs> I would have taken a yellow Ruth paint Was Asian, roller. too? Yes, she was Asian. Oh. Oh. Ruth is Asian. Um, so she's like, that was really, really well done. She's like, that's, I don't find that to be a... Because f- I think that was everybody's biggest fear, is that they were going to do yellow face. I was right. offended. You should be. Nope. When you did Fools, did people have... Red Russian face? face? Red, red face? Kami face? Would red be t- China? China? I don't know. We're going down a road here. We shouldn't know. go yeah. down. <laughs> Back to the story. We'll be in the news tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> Behind the Were racist. We Behind <laughs> the racist curtain. Well, they any publicity is good publicity. Um, but no, that was one of the biggest fears was how are we going to make me look more Asian? Which, I mean, the character is half French. Sure. So it, it worked out. Yeah. Uh, but half brief. Every, yeah. Every... Quarter Colombian. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. Who knows? A little Puerto Rican. It's <laughs> <laughs> a splash. It's a splash. So every Asian that was in the cast, every Asian cast member, was like, they no. They stamped seal of approval. There was yeah. a, there was a <laughs> poll taken. Yeah. And that was a there huge... There were a few polls on that stage, my friend. There were some girls on them. Let me tell you. Damn. Oh, yeah. That was, that was also another fun part of being the engineer. It's like, I get right. to deal oh, yeah, with all, yeah, the, all the whores. Okay, here yeah. are my questions. It's one of those uncomfortable dressing room shows, too, though. It's like, hey, I gotta check your mic. Oh, Oh my god! Uh, I bet, right? Yeah. Oh, where'd you hide that pack? No, um, everybody got along. We we actually had like, I want to say parties, but we didn't have any parties. Right. Um, They're called orgies. <laughs> yes. No. No, but we had we had a rehearsal where it's just like, Ashley brought it up, and we all agreed. It's like, we're doing this scene. He is on. We need to know who's comfortable and how far right. you're comfortable doing things because. Right. It's a whorehouse. I can't imagine anybody in that cast knowing most of them. I didn't know everybody. Yeah. Having a problem with it. No, and most of them didn't have a problem. It was just a matter of how far people were sure. comfortable to go. Sure. I think the the biggest surprise was Mike Griswold. Oh, everybody he was, was like down. Everybody was <laughs> like, yeah, he was. He he might He's be like, a little conservative about Fuck this. Yeah. He dove head first. <laughs> he dove in head first. God bless him. At one rehearsal, he ripped off nice. his shirt and everything. I was like, good for you, man. Keep it's funny. On, when we, I remember when we walked in. Um, was it the night of the show? No, we must we must have popped in. Oh, we went. You know, we were there um, one afternoon, just stopping in to talk to Becker or something like that. And Mike was walking around. Kathy was like, "Who's that guy up there?" She had never seen him. One shaved beard. Yeah. We used to seeing him bearded, and yeah. two with his hair so short. She, she was like, "Oh my god, that's Mike Griswold up there." And the best though was when uh, Jarvis loses Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> he just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm motorboating. <laughs> You know, I, I gotta say too, it's funny because, you know, I've done a lot of adult shows where, you know, you'd have stuff like that. And it, it amazes me sometimes how much people will just give you whatever you, yeah. you want. As, as a director, if you ask for it, even if you don't ask for it, they're gonna give it to you anyway. So, hey, yeah, let your freak flag fly. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Um, so, I gotta ask you American Dream, which was a great number, okay? <laughs> um, you spout out a few lines that I'm assuming were ad lib lines because I don't remember hearing them before. So you gonna say it? Yeah, yeah, you can definitely say it. No, are you oh, gonna am I gonna say it? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I don't it? remember what the th- there was like three of them okay. when you, you got up on the car or you were okay. referencing the car. I remember one of them was this is my favorite color, pussy pink. Yes, that was an ad lib. That line. was actually that 
that color name was thought of by Stephanie Rose Witz, who painted the car <laughs> along with Ashley. <laughs> Ashley and Steph painted the car. Steph was like, I'm going to call this Pussy Pink because nice. she knew I would like it. I remember the day she asked. She goes, guess what color that is? I'm like, well, it's pink. She goes, no, no, I named it a Brian color. <laughs> and I was like, Pussy Pink. She goes, yes, how did you know? I'm like, because that's a Brian um, color. And then you also, before you get off, the, when you get up on the car and you were humping it, Yes. as you were getting off, you are like, oh, I'm all done. Or, oh, I just finished this. I'm getting close. And then I was, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Oh, I just finished. And then I'd roll off the car and say, was it good for you? <laughs> All ad-lib lines. All ad-lib lines. Okay, so now let me ask you this. Now, as a director, I mean, you know, you're following the script and there's always room to do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. What does it look like on the page? Is it, or what is your character doing in those moments where you're not saying anything? Is Nothing. So, so you got to throw something in there yes. to jazz it up a little. That's, yeah. that's what I'm getting at. So you decided to make it just. Filthy. So you like, I'm just well, gonna that's, be. Well, that's again a no, perv. With, with, <laughs> with, it fit perfectly. With living with Ashley, she knows the show. She knows every cast who's done sure. the show. So she knows the things that have been mm -hmm. done. And that's one of the things that she was like, "You have to hump the car." Yeah, that's great. Like there has to be a car, and you have to hump the car because yeah. that's that is. What I think they did done. that on Broadway. They humped yeah. the car on Broadway. Yeah. They uh, they've always done it. They've humped the car. That's yep. what happens. That's the car funny. gets humped. Um, so I wonder who the first one was like. He's like, "Hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna this guy the humped car. this car." <laughs> Technically, the first person to do it was Jonathan Price. I don't know who that idea was, but Jonathan Price humped the car. I want to know right. who decided the car humping was going to occur. Yeah. So I think that was an actor choice or a director choice, actor, or it was like some ensemble guy going, "You should fuck that car." <laughs> <laughs> Drunk in the bed. <laughs> Probably a tech crew guy. <laughs> right? Fuck the car, yeah. man. But yeah, like even like scenes like Bangkok, it was great because Becca was easy work. She's like, "Just do it," and if you ever. <laughs> If you ever say anything that I think over the line, I'll tell you. Yeah, because there was a couple things. I, sure. There was a couple things I said. She's like, maybe not so much. Too far. Um, she was, old I know. I had one line about. Yeah. yeah, I remember I had one line about Jarvis. I was like, hey, lady, during American Dream, like, hey, ladies, right there. You know what they say about black guys? Once you go black, <laughs> too beaucoup. Cool. And too she cool. was just like, why don't we not do yeah, that one? Yeah. So I was like, he's right, the only so guy in the sh he's the only black guy in the show. Yeah. Let's not do that joke. So she's like, let's not do that one. I was like, all right, we won't do that. But like Bangkok, mm -hmm. all that stuff's ad libbed sure, in between the lines because sure. you know it's just empty space and it's like something's got to be filled. I remember right. one night I actually broke, I forget who it was on stage, because and before I had been saying the line is three girls, two gerbils, and a rabbit, and then after that I ad libbed. You know, we got a German Shepherd or maybe a squirrel, you know. <laughs> but one night, I don't know why, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to change it up, which you should never do. Mm. Never do that. But it just popped in there. It was during tech. It was during a show. It was Saturday night, and I just looked. It was like three girls, two gerbils, and a rabbit. I'm like, and we got a German Shepherd named Cecilia. If you don't fuck it, they're going to eat it. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> and only a couple people had heard it. And when we got off stage, they're like, what the fuck did you just say? I'm like, what? We're in Bangkok. I just talked about them eating dog meat. That's very yeah. yeah, That's good. So, that's good. I, so, but that was the best part. Like, I got to basically say whatever the fuck I wanted that's to say. Fun. And nobody's going to say. Anything well, yeah, because it. it's 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 within yeah. the character, so yeah. it's not like you're yeah. being outside of it. Yeah, too I got far to be sleazy. Yeah, and that yeah, and it's a great sleazy role to play. Oh yeah, I honestly I think that's probably my second favorite role mm -hmm. behind Judas. Yeah. As you can tell, I love Judas. Right, um, right, right. We've only fucking been Judas like three or four times. <laughs> yeah. So, and I will do it again if it comes yeah. around. But I think Engineer is probably one of my 
just because it's always fun to play that villain character because sure. there's so much more space to explore. Oh, yeah. oh, it's yeah. not like playing an ingenue. Oh, mm. I'm the good little girl. You can't do anything. <laughs> like You can't it's do anything because it's going to be out of character. Right. If you're a bad guy or just a douche character, you can do whatever. I could have a I could have punched one of the girls in the face and it would have worked been fine. I would like awesome. to see that. I want to see that show. So, what what do you have next? Do you have anything lined up? Anything coming down the pike for you? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. You know, I'm taking break. a small little break. Yeah. Um, do some writing on the side. Yeah, I'm gonna help Ashley if she mm -hmm. wants my help. If she says it's okay. Sure. Because I'm married and I know the rules. Yeah, so you just don't say yeah. anything. You just smile and nod. Um, Take it like it is. Yep. Pretty much. Man. So, man. I don't know. I know Ashley wants to audition <laughs> for Little Mermaid. I don't know if I'm going to audition for Little Mermaid. I haven't decided yet. Uh, it's not Disney shows aren't my thing. I'm not a huge Disney show person. Yeah. Um, so I might just take a break. Well, it is nice, though, that, I mean, even though the stadium has beaten the Little Mermaid Junior to death, it's yeah. been done enough. Now we get to um, do and now we're going to deal with the adults. Five so times nice. in three years. Oh, no, it's crazy. Um, but it would be nice to do with the adults for a change. I mean... We did uh, Beauty and the Beast in 2005 with the adults, and that yeah. was great. That was before they started releasing all the junior shows. Yeah. Um, so to do that first, it was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, it should be yeah, pretty so cool. Yeah, so I mean, it'll be, be pretty cool. it might be a nice little break. We'll see if anything else pops up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so right now I have nothing really planned. I've heard rumors of Young Frankenstein being done, so that might be yeah, something. Yeah, one of the other companies is, I think is going to be doing that at the theater. Yeah, so um, that's something I might be interested in. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just taking. It's it's gonna be nice to take a small little break. I don't I wouldn't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we'll see break. how long that break goes. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll see how long till you get roped into something. Yeah, exactly. Else. Absolutely. So something else will I pop up. And, but yeah, that's it. That's it for me right that's now. That's it. All right. Well, you know what? Dude, he he just broke our all-time longest podcast. Did he record. really? Yeah. A single podcast? Single podcast. Nice. I win. I'm gonna tell you. If anybody was gonna do it, I knew it was gonna be Brian because this motherfucker's got just stories. Talks and talks and he and never talks. shuts the fuck, fuck up. <laughs> it's like running into him and he just starts. Oh, I should have killed his mic right, an hour ago. Let's 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 end the podcast on this quick story. I'll tell you a quick little story. So uh, Megan, who directed um, JCS, and Brian was Judas. Every Halloween, she used to throw these parties uh, where she would have this big Halloween bash. It was in the basement of a church. She would invite <laughs> a bunch of people. Now, you know, everybody says me and Brian look alike. Uh, so it, they've been saying that for years, and we're always trying to dispute it. Well, uh, this one year we're going, I think it was the year we found out we were having Daniel. Yep. Uh, Kathy was, I think, a, the hell she dressed as, a, I think, a ladybug or something like that. And I went as, like... A werewolf of some kind. Yep, I, well, wolf. like flannel and my wolf mask or whatever. Um, so, so we get there, and Brian and Ashley are already there. And uh, we come walking down the stairs, and we go in, and I see across the room, there's a guy standing over there. And uh, it fucking looks like me. I'm like, what orange, is going on over orange there? Orange t-shirt. Orange t-shirt. Blue jeans, sneakers. Did he go as you? The fuck, did he go as this you? asshole went for Halloween as me. <laughs> I, even, I even went so far as to get a Fred 40 or lanyard. He, he got a lanyard like the one I wear yeah, when I'm yeah, at the yeah. theater that says, you know, full director access or whatever yep. with my fucking picture on it. This jackass. Orange t-shirt, blue jeans, sneakers. Dude, look, just spitting image. I was like, that motherfucker. I actually had somebody come in and we're like, my back was turned to them and they do like, oh, hey, what's up, Fred? And I turned around and they're like, you're not Fred. I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, no, I'm not. I am. Not, 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 oh, my God. Bitch. I don't know why I used to work with this it, guy. It, it's <laughs> fucked up how many people think that they we do. are the I same person. I don't know. I've actually had a, 
a mother of a child come to me during a rehearsal and Thinking she you. asked she asked me dude that was your chance she should have been like fuck you and walked away <laughs> she asked me to actually she looked at me she goes would you mind watching my child do his monologue because he has an audition would you mind you giving feedback. me a reach around right. so I just looked at her I'm like Sure, that's 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 not a problem. I don't mind doing that at all. Like, right. here I am feeling really good about uh, yes, my <laughs> Oh, she must have seen me at some shows. She wants my feedback. By all means, you want to sign sure. an autograph too? And then I forget who came out of the room, but they looked at the lady and they went, "Oh no, no, no that's not Fred." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck off." I was like, "Well, fuck you, cunt nugget." She just led with that. Get his part. She led with that. Oh, yeah, right? great. That would've been awesome. Yeah. So. This dumbass goes as me for Halloween. So that was a fun time. That was a good time. That was a good party. That was always they're always good parties. Yes, they were. But um, all right. So we're gonna wrap it up. We've been talking to you way too long. But God you know man. what? It's always fun to sit down and just just shoot Still the shit listening, about you everything. win a prize. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're still there, we're sorry. You have a lot of editing to do. It's just gonna be like, hey, it's Brian. Hey guys, done. Done. We should have ended at the beginning. Yeah. We were like, we're fucking done. Good night. <laughs> Alright guys, that's going to be it this week for Behind the Act Curtain. I'm Fred Fortier. I'm John Roberts. Brian Lopes. And we'll see you guys behind the Act Curtain. Peace! You've been listening to Behind the Act Curtain. You can follow us on Facebook at Behind the Act Curtain or on our website at BehindTheActCurtain.com. Original music by Shaded Glitch. You can download his debut album, Lost in a Labyrinth, on iTunes and follow him on all social media. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us an email at behindtheactcurtain at gmail.com.